Gibson, Annapolis Center, do you have any test operations restricted area 2508? Area 31, Roger. Traffic is quite luminous and is exhibiting some non-ballistic motion, over. Roger, Area 31, continue to sign at your discretion, over. Okay, Center. The traffic is approaching head-on, ultra-bright, and really moving. They're right by us, right now. There are a thousand UFO sightings reported around the world every month. 90% of these sightings can be explained, but 10% cannot. Officially and unofficially, the U.S. military has been investigating UFOs since 1947. Their top secret goal is to find out what's behind these unexplained sightings. The Pentagon classifies them as unusual airborne anomalies, but a better term is X-Files. Join us now as Mac Wanwan and Commander Cobra explore these unsolved cases, UFO incidents that baffle even the U.S. military. This is Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. And now, here's Mac Maloney. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Well, what a show we have in store for you tonight. Very special occasion. But first, let me introduce the members of the posse. Girls, get ready. Sit down, get your fan, get your mister, get your big box of Kleenex, your big box of wipes, your squeegee and your lube, because the very famous one. <laughs> I almost made it. You're very, hey, Mac, what's happening? Very famous one on is here. You know, I got extra lube, too, if anybody needs Do you it. really? So, hey, That's girls, the... welcome to the show. Glad to see you, hear you, feel you, touch you. Wow, hang on. Whose song? What is that? Oh. Anyway, I'm really excited about being on the show tonight. Extra lube, good name for a band. Good Extra name for a band, lube. Extra Lube. Exactly what I wrote right. down here. Anyway. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the special occasion is here in the studio with us tonight. This is uh, something that hasn't happened in at least two years, maybe three. We can't remember. They call him Coco on the streets. We call him Commander Cobra in the house. Cece, how you doing? Good evening, Mac. And as always, it's great to be in close formation with you tonight here yes. in the studio, tucked up on the wing. Tucked up. And uh, Extra Lube and one one forever <laughs> for the rest of my life when I hear Lube. Or it's, a lube job, I right. will see Juan Juan's face. <laughs> they were going to call me Jiffy Lube at high school, but that name was taken. It was there you go. Taken. More taken. information than we needed to know. It was unavailable. So it became Jiffy Pop instead. <laughs> yeah, Jiffy Pop. <laughs> You're lucky if it was Jiffy Pop. Anyway, let's, let's uh, oh, no, uh, no Switchy tonight, but we're in contact with Switchy daily. The real estate magnet that he is, yep. he has set down roots yep, he's, someplace uh, in the eastern United States to be disclosed at a later time. He's wheeling and dealing. Wheeling and dealing as All we right. speak. Is it wheeling West Virginia? That'd be a clue, right? It could be, but okay. I don't want to say something that well, I'm we not We said it last to. week. He's moving to Point Pleasant, and he got a job at the Mothman Museum. Have you heard that? Yes. Did you get that and, and, and Is that and, the truth or is that? No, that's true. That's true. And he has a view of a cemetery. Yeah, he okay, bought, since we're all like, we're all busted oh, out, yeah. they got the inside. He bought a house across from a cemetery. Yeah, so to him, yeah, right, exactly, Raven likes anyway, at least. That's why Raven likes my place, because I have a cemetery on my property. That's right. That's right. I do, too. I have a, a small cemetery. You're not supposed to talk about the people family. that you buried one one. Okay. Just wait till you leave the country, Bad and then luck. you can talk about the people that you buried on your property. Okay? Let's go There up. are three of uh, Frank W. Coburn <laughs> from Scotland who bu built this place. Yes. He's a, he made knives here on the, on the premises. Three of his wives are buried. So a guy made knives and he had three wives. Uh, I'm just going to ask. Knives and wives. I was gonna, uh, let me ask the question. Is that what you're smelling? <laughs> now, listen. Let's move up the totem pole, please. Uh, security chief, Willie Club is here. WC, how you doing? Hey, Mac. Hi, folks. Great to be here tonight. I can feel the energy already. Is that what it is? Okay. Oh, you know what I think it is? You know, looking here and seeing uh, the commander Coco. sitting next to you in the studio. Yes, 
I was shocked when I uh, when I logged in. I was too. He was here when I, I got here. I thought here. it was Bob. <laughs> wow. Hey, listen, we got a Bob conversation coming up later on the show. We don't want to piss off Bob, okay? And I'll, no, don't. I'll let you know during the break why not. Anyway. But if we get him on the show, maybe he'll back off a little bit. Uh, yeah, no, Bob is not someone who's backing you off. You brought in Valerie, and if, if Valerie can't get, get him off the right. ledge, come on. I, I can expect us to. We're going to on the ledge, and we're going to pull something? Listen, now is the, my favorite part of the show. Up there in Sideways, New York, is our good friend, good witch, Raven is with us. Raven, how are you tonight? Raven. Hi, my friends. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. I, I got to pop back to, to Juan Juan real quick. Ahead, uh, you were thinking of Blink-182. Blink-182. song lyrics you were saying. Really? Was I? Yes. Yeah. Who do you think, who sure do you think it was? <laughs> he, he's so hip. He's hyper hip. Blank he, doesn't even, he doesn't even know what he's talking about, but he's no, talking I, about I, it. I don't remember. I don't remember the lyric. Okay. Blink-182. Let me hold you, touch you, feel you okay. always. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, huh? and, and one one was but quoting. Thanks for having me. Wow, what's the? Uh, I'll have you anytime. I think those are ET inspired. Uh, that's lyrics. a Bob Dylan lyric. What do you drink? What's the uh, drink du jour tonight, Raven? Please, the world. Um, I got <clears throat> pineapple upside down shake uh, from <laughs> Ellicott Ellicottville Brewing Company. How many? What's the alcohol content of that? Five, six. Six point seven. Wow. Okay. okay. Yes. Sipping the Richter scale right there. That's an earthquake. Okay. Yeah. Now that, now that we're talking about, uh, you know, I, I should just say fair warning that uh, Coco and I were at the local margaritas earlier tonight, planning the show. Okay. And passing out coasters. So there you go. Right. It was nice. so, so we oh, could you, deduct you've been it. Nodding off early. So uh, at club, what are you drinking? Chocolate milk there? We're going to go right around the horn. What do you have, Dan? No, I'm, I'm pretty regular today, so I'm oh, not drinking chocolate okay. milk. Oh, what a braggart you are. What do you have, a uh, Ukraine flag there? You still on the side of those guys? I, I still am. I, I have to put it up. Of, of course I'm. This okay. is what it's all about right yeah, now. Yeah, yes. I agree. So at Margarita's, uh, was the bartender with the amazing cleavage there working tonight? Wow, I have no memory <laughs> of anyone like that. There. Okay. Just check yeah. it. Well, the North Korean hooker was there. Just <laughs> she if you, was? If you understand that, yes. Anyway, let's get on. Let's She's a show. regular, I guess. I guess. Um, so it was a strange reaction when I took money out to pay for my part of the uh, that I had a lot of ones, and Max had put those away, and I didn't have any idea what that was about. A lot of crushed ones, you know. And then he got then he got into the parking lot and said, "The uh, the uh, the the, the, the the independent contractor from North Korea uh, was citing up those one dollar bills." I had no idea what that meant. Wow, <laughs> two hours to where go. Were where were you at a strip joint? No, margaritas. Oh, at the ones. Uh -huh. Anyway, I know. No, well, previously, weird, club, but I don't yeah, know where he was. No club. I don't know where he was to answer your question. But he came in with pockets full of crushed singles. Okay, so no, well, I know then he, that's a signal right there where he's been. <laughs> the, Does that, that mean I was working? Oh, he went through the wash. Maybe he was working. Yeah, for all I know. Maybe I was on stage. Did you think I, that was a possibility? Uh, Raven's vomiting. Well, somebody so. was on stage you know, getting the ones. Right, so anyway, we have quite a show for you tonight. <laughs> Um, later on, we'll be talking to our good friend, Dr. Bob Gross. He has written an article called, If a Tree Falls on Mars, Will Anyone Hear It? Interesting article. You know, it basically it is, are we really going to Mars? People have been talking about this since I was a kid, you know? And now you've kind of reached the technology where it's kind of feasible. But are we really going to go? Are we going to spend a trillion dollars to go to Mars? We might not, but I can think that maybe Mr. Musk will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or China or somebody like He'll that. He'll take you there. 
Don't China can't get out of yeah. orbit, please. I, I, I'm so tired of hearing about the, how great they are. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, that's a good point. One one. He'll take you there if you pay him. He'll take you there. You know, yeah. that's the thing. You know, but you think he's got. What do you think he's giving it away for free? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's commerce. Is I the bet way it's you... like a really reasonable amount too. You know, it's probably not completely ridiculously priced. Well, you're going to be two years in the rocket ship getting out there. Two years getting there, then you have to no. be on Mars for at least a year for the rocket ship to come back. And and I guess the flight back is a yeah, little shorter or whatever. I, pretty but. much, it's going to be a one way trip for the first folks. Yeah, first yeah. groups of folks that go there. You're right. going there, and that's where you're going to probably finish your your life. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, well people want to cross this continent. People want to cross all over the place. It seems you know, to follow the uh, plan. Just, that's, that's, doesn't. So anyway, I think I'd rather go to New Zealand. New Zealand. The heck with Mars. Yeah, you know, one one. Just because uh, New Zealand was the first country out of the pandemic that said it was okay to have orgies, you have never been able to get out of. You have never been able to get out of that. Uh, this is now, now the hot destination. Oh, it's you know? New Zealand. Okay. Yeah, I have New two Zealand. family New members Zealand. that went the, there for the, school and decided to stay there. But New Zealand, the uh, Prime Minister of New Zealand, when went, they were making all the announcements went, and stuff going on, and yes. all this, all of a sudden she came kid. out and said, "It's Jeez. okay. It's okay to have orgies now, and wearing yeah. the mask is optional." Is that it? Is that what it is? About no, 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 no. Listen, it's amazing. Are you saying that they said it was okay? It to- was a proclamation by the New Zealand government from the prime minister. It's on the internet. Okay, it's got to be true. What? That <laughs> when they were coming out of the pandemic, yes. she made an announcement that it was okay for New Zealanders to engage in orgies again. What okay? the hell's going on down there? I thought it was just a bunch of. Now I got to look it up. No. Hey, hey, someone, yeah. someone, check me. Someone we have a lot of listeners in New Zealand, so. Wow, so so it'd be safe. One of my, fa- one of my favorite countries. First Mr. date for Mrs. Truth, Cobra and I was in New Zealand. Our really, first, our first undercover date was in New Zealand. Did you go to an orgy? No. Okay. Right, listen, let's... I've never I've never been to one. I don't think I could. I don't think I could handle it. I don't. I. I I've, I've. Now an alien orgy, I might be into. <laughs> okay. Because they do everything mentally, you so it, it would be choice, like a mind though? screw, right? Wouldn't they just make you? Yeah, do they it? just make you right. do it. Yes. Yeah. They yep. just walk up to you, say, "Spread them, spread them, probe." Exactly. No, no drinks, no dinner, nothing. Forget it. All right, let's move on. You well, you drop me off in a field near my house is all yeah. I want to know at the end of the night, or do you, I have to have a quarrel? <laughs> you in a you in a mutilated cow? <laughs> can, can you just drop me off? This is where you dropped off Teddy when you were taking Teddy for a ride hey, to the UFO. We, Teddy's coming right up here, as it turns out. So listen, so we're gonna do that later on tonight we're going to uh um, club is going to be talking to us about um what is it tonight is it's like nothing is going on with the uh, government's ufo agency that's the news right yeah so i've, I've got an article that you referred me to and i like it from politico yeah that uh, talks about some recent uh, activity in congress to try to shake things up so okay we'll be doing that all right and uh like i said we're going to be talking to dr bob gross and we're going to be talking to um, Ed Raven has a report. But now what we have is top 10, a top 10 list of the night. Okay. If I remember right, Raven, you have the list, right? I have the uh, this list. This is the top 10 reasons Teddy the Ballas Huss is going to miss one one when he moves to the UK. Ready? All right. Oh, Let me say that again. Okay? That, that, that is something special. Top 10 reasons Teddy Coco's Ballas Huss is going to miss Coco, I mean, uh, JJ. When he moves to the UK. For tax purposes, Teddy has asked me to uh, inform everyone that he is a gilding. Thank you. <laughs> a gilding. Right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's start the music. Number 10, please, Raven. Number 10, no more walks on the beach. No more walks. Wah, wah, wah. No more sunsets. No more wipes. No more. No more number no more nine, please, Raven. Uh, number nine, will yearn for those days when an arrest warrant, when an arrest warrant brought them. Wait. 
together. I'm that's sorry, not, my email cut it off weird. It's sort of like it's sort of like that little joke where you say, "I need to talk to a man about a horse." But what one one says when he walks into the pub is, "Let me tell you about this pony, this gilding I left back in the Wait, in the colonies." Yeah. Do you want to try that one again? Let's try that he, one again. He she so sweet. Number nine. Number nine, we'll yearn for those days when an arrest warrant brought them together. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I had, uh, yep. Number uh, eight, right, please. Number eight. We'll move quickly. Um, his favorite saddle will now wind up in England on one of those pussy British horses. Yeah, that's inevitable. <laughs> I believe I believe it, it, there's a, a much classier way to say pussy horse uh, okay, in nice. England. So I just I think we ought to look that that's up. Two bleeps. Go ahead, please. Number seven, right? Number seven, no more carrots dipped in chocolate and vodka. That's it. No more carrots. He does love the Godiva. He, he doesn't take that cheap Smirnoff stuff Yo, really? at all. And he has a whole Ukrainian thing going on now. <laughs> the he just won't even talk to me when no I come stoli. in. No more Stoli. No more Stoli. Okay. <laughs> uh, next, please, Raven. Top 10 reasons why Teddy the Ballas Hoss is going to miss 1-1 one, one when he moves to the UK. Number six, all he has left to hang out with now are two sex-crazed sheep and an ego maniacal pig. Now, just a quick correction. <laughs> the sex-crazed are the two mini horses who are fillies. The sheep uh, have their own thing going on, oh, and they don't play that game. So oh, really? Okay. All right. <laughs> and, they, and they got sheared today, so they got their hair cut today. All right. That's Aww. cold. Uh, let's move on quickly, please. Next one. Ready? Number five. Um, he'll have to remove his tattoos that says, "One one has enough balls for both of us." <laughs> and it's in the most interesting place. Uh, you have to lift his mane to, uh, to see it. It's 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 really interesting. He asked me if we could. Yeah, he asked me if we could add some words to it. And I'd like to leave it up to the audience if they would like to add <laughs> no. some help us with that tattoo there's, adding. There's no room. Okay, next one, please, Raven. Number four, uh, there goes the trip to Futka? Futcat. 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 And we'll just keep moving on that. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you a geography yeah, le lesson at a right. later time. But one, one, and I being sailors, uh, we just want to tell you that Futcat is a really nice place. Go ahead, please. Raven, please. Okay. Um, number three, uh, no more nights watching Drag Race together. Drag Race is great. Drag Race. Yeah, that's code. Yeah. That's I, uh, urban uh, dictionary uh, stuff right there, kids. Next, please, Raven. Two, uh, as if he didn't need another reason to hate Lily James. <laughs> as if he yeah. didn't need another reason to he, hate Lily James. He has indicated that a picture of Lily James on the lower wall where he can like do the kicking, the back wow. bucking, yeah. would be the way to go. So he And he said, if you ever bring a side saddle in, put her on it. So I don't know what that means. More code. We, he must, he must have seen, uh, you know, Pam and Tommy. And oh, Tommy man, I'm going through a Lily James recovery program. I've just watching yesterday over and over again. Wow. I'll make wow. sure I... I'll bring, my favorite I'll scenes from Downton Abbey when she was in there. I'll make sure I put the monitor in there for him when you leave, just so you guys can have that symbiotic that thing, thing while you're on the plane and he can get over it. So, all right, listen, top 10 reasons. Teddy the Ballas Haas is going to miss one one when he moves to the UK. Number one, please, Raven. Number one, who's going to steal the scones now? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wow. There you go. We, uh, we kid because we love there, one one. So, well, how about that? We'll clean that up in post. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and um, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a commercial break now? And we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Macaloni's Milk Drinks on Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. The whole gang is here, so please stay tuned. 
there's a monster in Tokyo Bay, hundreds of feet tall and breathing fire. It's able to destroy whole cities, sink entire battle fleets, and knock swarms of jet fighters from the sky. But there's another even more dangerous resident of the Bay. A secretive psychopath intent on covering the planet with nuclear-armed booby traps unless the world's population bends to their demands. Meanwhile, a mysterious group of reborn medieval warriors has taken to the air. Strange signals are being picked up from outer space, and witnesses report seeing hundreds of ghost planes flying in the night skies over Tokyo. Sailing off the coast of Japan aboard the United American Navy's mega aircraft carrier, the USS USA, it's Hawk Hunter, the wingman. He must investigate these unusual occurrences while trying to thwart the criminal's apoleptic plan. But will his actions save the planet or lead to World War IV? Find out in Mac Maloney's exciting new novel, The Jericho Storm. Filled with dozens of dogfights, sea battles, and brutal hand-to-hand -hand combat, The Jericho Storm is book 21 in Mac's best-selling Wingman series. Team up with Hawk's longtime allies, as well as a few new ones, including fighter pilots Switchblade Steve Ward and Jocko Johnson. That's Wingman 21, The Jericho Storm. On sale now at your local bookstore and on Amazon. Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Mill Strikes, our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney with a show we have for you tonight. Very quickly, though, let me introduce the members of the posse. Uh, girls, very famous one one is here. Hello, girls. Hello, Mac. Hello, everybody. Uh, also, Happy Mills, Gills, and Gigi Gills in the studio, in the house with us. Commander Cobra is here. Thank you, Mac. It's always a pleasure to be with you and fly in the formation. Yeah. And thank Mrs. Cobra for the kitchen pass that allowed me to leave the compound today. Really? TMI there. Yeah, kitchen pass, that means uh, like a hall pass? That means she signed my orders that allowed me to leave the compound. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like that now, huh? Okay. All right. That's good. She signed your leave chit, right? Yes. Okay. I'm going to pretend I don't know what you <laughs> I get mean. it. Uh, also with us. I'm still restricted to base, man. <laughs> for the rest of your let's, life. Yeah, you know, yeah. Let's get into that off, yeah. Also, uh, no switchy tonight, but he is uh, going to join us in the in the very near future. I get a lot of emails with switch, what switch up to, so on and so forth. The rumor is he has bought a house across the street from a graveyard. Is that true, Coco? That is correct. Photographic evidence <laughs> has been received. Okay, um, but um, he will be joining us in the near future. Can't wait. I've told him to log in every breakfast he's eaten every Tuesday morning in his uh, sabbatical. Okay. I think 90% of them will be Denny's, probably Denny's. Denny's, or he, went, he may have gone to the uh, frozen uh, waffle, you know, as the, uh, in, I'm, I'm thinking big on the frozen waffle. Yeah, okay. All and, right. wh and what an angle that Yum. could be. Oh, I know. Those things are, re they're like they're like 10 times better than Pop-Tarts. My God, those you can eat them all day. They're nuts. Pop-Tarts are so terrible. I can't imagine you. Oh, we, my God. We, we talk about Eggo toasting. Yeah, you know? yeah mean, they're it, good. Oh, those things are nuts. Eggo, the nuts. Belgian style. Oh, Belgian, Belgian style. Even the cheap ones that you can get like Superb. At, uh, oh, just nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Micah Basket. Oh, my brand. God. I love them. Fantastic. And then you got the blueberry. And then, and, oh, my God, it's just nuts. It's nuts. Uh, I want you to know that uh, Bear the Dog and Zeppelin, when I take those out, I have to break them out for they them, too, them because yeah. everybody's everybody's getting wide with, with Daddy in the kitchen there. Wow. <laughs> wow. I think I saw that movie, too. But look, let's move on. Uh, security Chief Willie Club is with us. WC, how you doing? You know, Mac, I'm doing great. It's great to be here and mm -hmm. see all those happy faces. Okay. Uh, who are you I, looking at? I have at? to ask you a question, though. You, you talked about Switchy coming back. Switch. 
and he's got a lot of catching up to do as far as giving us his different breakfast uh, yes. ventures. Uh, and I'm just wondering, will that now take the place of the top ten? No, no. I think it's a compliment to the top ten, as they say in the biz. No, no, no. Well, I, no. I don't know. Mm. It seems like you probably want to. I think back there could to be a. You know, we don't I have think... a lot of time, you know. But what are you suggesting? Once you have a lunch switch, that type of thing, switch it up. No, a little just bit? as long as you don't have to do the top ten, and mm. we have switchback doing his uh, breakfast. Okay. I, I, on advice of counsel, what I believe Club is trying to say is maybe what we should do is a top ten. What did he eat? Oh, oh okay, I see. Okay, right. I think that's the genius that uh, Club right. is trying to uh, bring to well, the. Well, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I didn't get to my head that way, but. Uh, <laughs> That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, that's yeah. workable. Oh, yeah, that's that's, right. that's <laughs> I almost said that's what she said there, but I <laughs> stopped myself. Good thing. <laughs> right, anyway. 50 bucks safe right there. <laughs> On to uh, the favorite part of the second part of the show is <laughs> our good friend Raven is up there in Sideways New York. Good witch Raven. How are you doing, Raven? I'm here. I'm doing real good. Thank mm -hmm. you. How are you doing? Mm -hmm. you, you're here with three, uh, at least three drunken old guys. How are you yeah. doing? If that doesn't spell a good time, what does, <laughs> what does? kiddo, in Sideways yeah. New York right there? Huh? She's doing a tally of all the inappropriate <laughs> content. And, and I'm assuming that club is sober, so there's actually four of us. So things okay with you there, Rave? Aven? It's all good here. Okay. Yeah, it's all good here. Now, not to uh, ambush you, but you had an interesting weekend, correct? I did. You went to a bachelorette party? I sure did. Imagine this guys. Okay. And how many how many people how many how many uh, how many people attended? Let's get to the bottom of it first. I I want to say 9 if I remember correctly. Nine. I think it was 9 girls, but I think there were supposed to be 11 okay. and two of them couldn't make it. So it was intimate. So how many male strippers were involved? <laughs> Unfortunately, none. I'm nah. really looking forward to it. I even was able to pry my wedding ring off my finger. So what was the what was the headline well, entertainment? I was going to say uh, I was going to say what did you girls do? But you explain. So how many female strippers were there? Ooh. Oh, how avant-garde once again from the man that is oh, French. That is the. <laughs> I mean, come on. That is the toast of the continent. There, but we did take a really nice bike ride. It was 14 miles, so that was fun. <laughs> if you could see the no, look no, on no, Matt's no. face. Oh my what? God, do I wish I had the camera out. If I, what? Holy God. If you could have seen the look in his face. People's jaws drop. <laughs> yeah. You took a bike ride? You took a bike ride? A bike ride. What? 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 What's happening here? There was a million things in this universe that could have been said. That wasn't one of them. Wow. Did you, wow. What did you do? A pub crawl? Is that what it was? Um, Please. It was ma mainly wineries, and we did a couple breweries. Oh, okay, so you, you so you're yeah. bicycling drunk, in other words, right? To make it a little more exciting. No. Okay. Yes, but oh. no. Yes, but no. So the wine and the the breweries were on one day, and then the bike ride oh, was I the see. next day. Okay. But yeah, the bike you're... ride also happened after we had mimosas. Momo oh, mimosas, and then the bike oh, ride. Okay, yeah. I, I feel then a the better. bike ride. Wow. Okay. I almost thought this was an Amish bachelorette party. It sounds like one. Well, it wasn't horses and carriages. <laughs> but look. Well, did you have a good time at least? Oh, I thought yeah, there was anything wrong with that. I, got some, I it, had some really nice pictures. Oh, you know, nice. I met some new people. And yeah, it was great. Can you, will you send us the pictures so we can put them on the uh, website? I can send you pictures. Okay. Right? So now listen, one last thing though. You indicated to me in an email that the maid of honor, the maid of honor was. You had it. There was she was uh, issue oriented, right? Some she's, people bring um, baggage. This girl had a steamer trunk. Just spill it open here, babe. Let's go. Let's yeah, talk. Yeah, she's she's a TWAT for sure. 
Wow. Wow. T-W-A-C. Okay, we wow. should know that. We're on the street. I don't know what day. that is. What is that? Tell T- us. T-W-A-T. Oh, I see. Okay, it's T- not an acronym. It's reference okay. to someone's right. yes. You know, in, in, in the old days, the nice way to say that was with an I. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get hit by but a ruler. Yes, there was... um. Drama? But this drama? Hit you below I, I don't the belt, even know though. how to explain it. Is it drama? Was there drama? <laughs> it sounds like drama. Go ahead, please, Raven. Tell us. <laughs> there was drama. Um, and a lot of the drama stemmed from um, we couldn't get the spa to work. They had a, a hot tub at the Airbnb. Oh, and now, it didn't see, work. Just, you just no, resto- no, we're getting better. You we're just better. restored everything that Mac <laughs> lost when, <laughs> when it was the 14-mile bike ride. We'll see. It's Take terrible. it easy. Take it easy. Let's yeah. go. And then, of course, get ready for the picture question about the spa. <laughs> We've already asked. Go ahead. So so, so yep. you couldn't get the spa to work on the hot tub? So the, the entire hot tub, like, we couldn't get it even on. Yes. We tried the breakers, you know, like, the works. plugs, everything, nothing. And the entire time it was, I have a hot tub. I know how to do this. Oh, like, that no. attitude. Okay, I hate that like, attitude. I, 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 I do have, I do have just one. You, I got the whatever. hand up for a question. One go ahead. Go There's go no go way go. to call though. To, now, is, it, this, it, is this a traditional the situation? Is this a traditional situation where the maid of honor was responsible for this bachelorette party? Is this how that was? Did she the, run it? Did she run it? So, yeah. And I mean, I've been to bachelorette parties though, where like it's been set up by other people, but we all help, sure. you know? Yeah. And this was 100% a situation where I don't want I'm it. not lifting a friggin' finger oh, because yeah. it's it's all about look at everything I did. Yes, and yes. Like that's that's it. Like so did she, I helped her do one thing, and then she took credit for the entire thing the that motto. I helped her with, now, and I was like, yeah. Did you did she follow the tradition? Because this is important. Did she follow the tradition of providing a gift to all of you that attended the bachelor party? Um, we got a gift, but we had Excellent. to pay for it. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, wow. no. sorry, kids. In my century, a gift, gift. You didn't pay for a gift yeah. unless it involved an ex-wife. What? what? Oh, well, <laughs> Hang on. What was the gift? What was the gift? But now what we're... country are we living in? What is no, this? No, I have no idea. What was the gift that yeah. you had to pay for? T-shirts. Okay. Okay. All right. So they <laughs> obviously they completely skipped the notes on you. Ask if it required batteries, wow. which is where they were supposed to go with this, and they didn't. Sounds like you had quite a time. Well, how was the drive down and back? Was that pleasant at all? So the drive was really nice. Um, on the way back, I accidentally took the wrong exit. Okay. Oh, sorry, I just hit my microphone. And That's all right. I figured, oh, it'll just put me right back on the highway. No big deal. Yep. And 60 miles later, I was still on a back road when I finally got switched back over to the highway. Really? Yeah. And it was okay because it was very, very pretty where mm-hmm. I was. So. You're in Vermont I, at this time, right? No, she's in Pennsylvania. No, uh, Jersey, Jersey, actually. Oh, you're in Jersey. So, oh, okay. The pretty part yeah, of Jersey. Yeah, but I thought oh, it was Western, very, very nice. I was like Western basically part. going through the woods. Yeah. Western New Jersey is very pretty. Uh, that's where all the rich people live. That's yeah, where Keith Rich is. Where, yeah, that's where yeah. we were. So it was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't mind driving. So and that's took, fun for me. You took mm-hmm. Lonely Larry's car, right? The ghetto wagon? I sure did. It's yeah. still in my driveway. <laughs> did you what put, is it? What kind of a vehicle is it? I don't know what it's a is. little, what do you call those things? It's that little car. It's an uh, HHR. It's a Chevy. You know those they little Chevy. It's like a boxy PT Cruiser. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's like a right. yeah, PT Cruiser. Yeah. Did you yeah. put gas in it? So, yeah, listen yeah. to this. Okay, here's <laughs> the biggest drama. This is Lonely Larry so father. Yep. So, he left it on E, <laughs> Let, which of is course. like, fine. <laughs> I put gas in it. But I somehow managed to get home with a half a tank. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this is my gas. Like, I have to use it up, but I have to return the car tomorrow. Go so ahead. what do I do? Drive like, around. I can't, I can't just drive everywhere. Like, I still have to work through the day. Go ahead. 
So you siphoned so, it might out. Might you siphon it out? Siphon it out? Yeah, I'm going to have to. <laughs> wow. Okay. Because I'm going to give it to him the way you got it. Say, hey, Dad, Father's Day early. That's what I say. Dad, Father's Day early. He calls me up and he says, <clears throat> I'm going to uh, you know, let Raven take the car, but I hope she brings back with some gas in it. Because the last time, apparently, it was on E when you brought it back. But when he sees but it he half full, it- I'm telling you, he might oh, need the uh, daughter of the year he, right he there. He gave it to me on E. So yes. I gave it back to him on E. Well, what you do with the what you do with the half with a the tank low of gas? gas light flashing Did to you, boot. <laughs> just to, just to rub it in. <laughs> wow. Okay. Great. This is a little peek at the Ravens life. So all all in all, you had a good weekend, right? You had fun, right? Oh yeah. Right? It was okay. a good weekend. Did anyone yep. like take a swing at the maid of honor or anything cool like that? I guarantee everyone there wanted wanted to. to yeah. Um, okay, just... My one friend. Um, was originally invited, but um, she just had a baby, so she like she couldn't come. You know, is that really an excuse? And not I to was go saying to, to my other friend that was there, like if if so and so was here, like she would have knocked her out at this point oh, because damn. she's she's a fighter. Well, hey, maybe they'll get married, divorced, <laughs> and married again, and there's a second chance for that. Wow, that's interesting. Anyway, there's once so uh, club. Why don't we uh, pivot really quickly to uh, what's going on with you? Have you been? How was your bachelorette party? How was, how was your bachelorette party? I don't know. You, <laughs> Good luck. Have you ever been to a bachelorette party club? And you're always thinking about the hot tub. I'm going to a wedding this weekend. Are you really? Does it involve hot tubs? I'm on. I could give you some updates. Okay. All right. Are you Are you attending any pre-wedding activities like the bachelorette party? Pre and Pre and post. Pre and people, post. That's all I want to do is parties. I understand. Okay. Well. That'll so anyway, uh, you I like know, to give toasts at weddings. You do. You're the one. So surprising. Absolutely. I don't even know anybody at the wedding, but I like to offer a toast, and I'll say something relevant. Really? Even though I don't know a soul at the wedding. Well, what are you doing at the wedding? Are you in the right wedding? Really? I'll just wing it and dream up something that's one uh, one. The wedding crash. You make a movie relevant or something? Yeah. Just. I can see one one in a uh, in a light tuxedo or even a nice uh, high end suit just mm-hmm. crashing weddings all yep. all yeah, through yeah. the UK right. all through the UK he could turn it into a book it could big be a blue series. bow tie yeah with the velvet kind of with the velvet team kind of looking for me you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh god yeah wow okay wedding singer was a great movie it was an <laughs> absolute was classic great. it was a wedding classic. singer was a terrible movie let me tell you something. here we go. <laughs> Mac hates everything. Ad, I don't hate everything. <laughs> Adam Sandler is he he's he's got the biggest scam in Hollywood, but they finally caught him. Okay. He's a local guy, he's from Manchester. Yeah, who cares? What so what? So what's he smart then? He's from that no, uh, he's we, just a local we guy. were just he's up there. We we were up local. there. We had uh, lunch with Dribbles and his wife. <laughs> he's he's anti Matt Damon, as far as I'm concerned. Well Matt Damon is from uh, anyway. Cambridge. Name one he has been able to get like $10 million every two years to make a movie with his friends. And they're not funny either. The guy from friggin' um, King of Queens and, I'll say uh, it. Don't you know, you Kevin, uh, Kevin, what's his name? He's, oh, uh, come on. Yeah, he's funny, but he's a dick in real life. Oh, he's, he's a terrible. dick. I, yeah, he's, I heard he's, he's, I heard he's not nice. And um, that makes me upset. Spade and all those guys. And they, they put out these movies. They spend like $10 million on them. They make $11 million and everyone's happy. That's that's Adam Sandler, and they finally that's cut him it. off because he had these these stupid freaking movies about a hairdresser who fights with his feet. Come on, you know, you spend more than two freaking minutes on the idea. Anyway, he started out as Opera Man. You know, give him a break. Not funny, zero funny, zero <laughs> funny. And that the and and and, and, and the uh, another guest to cross off the invite list. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, right. But he is a local. 
But but it, uh, it, it, I know it, who's going to be on on the top. QT. Of course, he's going to be on the top. QT. Of course. I, I'm. I, I've been reserving. I've been putting up with this for years, Raven. Well, I'm just trying to tell you the truth, there, brother. I'm sorry. Okay. He's a terrible director. Terrible and a terrible person. <laughs> Okay. Other than that, he's okay. <laughs> but we don't want to make it personal. <laughs> right, okay. Hey, Let's... getting back to club. Reporting the latest in the U.S. military's new investigation into UFOs and what they still aren't telling you. It's time for the Club Report. Bob, you there? Oh, that's a great segue. I'm, okay. I'm, right. I'm very smooth, brother. I'm smooth. I'm thing. smooth. We got to work UFOs in here somehow. So listen. So the idea is, is that you know, more than a year ago, the U.S. government put together this thing, and it was kind of like a, re- a revived Project Blue Book, if anyone ever did to say that, where they were actually going to take looking into UFOs seriously, and they gave the money, and, the, and Congress said, "You have to report to us like every ninety days what you're doing." It's been a year. Nothing has come out. Is that right, Club? Yeah, as you know, Mac, I've been frustrated since November when they, you know, roll this thing out, this new agency, and, you know, nothing's happening. You know, nobody's talking. It's been uh, really quiet. We know, obviously, there's a lot going on in the world that the Defense Department's involved in, so I understand that. But mm-hmm. it was good to see that article you referred to me from uh, Politico. Uh, I don't know if you know about Politico, but basically, you know, they're a— uh, political journal and uh they're out of virginia and they're pretty well known and, and well respected you know, they, right. they they don't really uh, come either way as far as you know uh you know they're they're right down the middle right yeah they're authoritative too you know people you know point to them to say this is well, most, of, most of us believe that anyway okay go ahead but anyways uh, quite an article. It was only a few weeks ago, and uh, the bottom line is it talks about some uh, UFO briefings on the Capitol Hill that they've finally begun. Um, you know, I think there's been some pressure now, finally uh, put on the, uh, you know, the, the Pentagon and and uh, to try to see what's going on. They they put some money out there on a budget, mm-hmm. and uh, there were some high expectations. So, anyways, they uh, they've been given some secret briefings. Uh, recently to uh, different the security agencies and uh, the agencies, as far as they're concerned, they just not, they don't feel the Pentagon's taking it seriously enough, uh, you know, and uh, not really disclosing anything. Um, so anyways, uh, it indicates here that members of the Senate Intelligence and Armed Services Committee received a classified progress report. They got a couple of them, in fact, in the last couple of weeks about some new data collection efforts that the Pentagon and spy agencies are now required to pursue to investigate uh, the reports of UFOs or the new word, you know, the new acronym, of course, is UAPs, mm-hmm. Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Yeah, okay. Um, but some of the sponsors of the legislation, uh, one more analytics and uh, surveillance systems dedicated to determine the uh, origin of some of these uh, aircrafts and not just these mere reports of their existence. You know, they're coming mm-hmm. out trying to keep Congress happy by saying, oh, yeah, we've seen something happen over here, but didn't get into any detail. Yes. So uh, one of the leaders of this effort on, in Congress is uh, Senator Kristen Gillibrand, or Gillibrand, I think is her pronunciation. From New York. In, she's from New York. Yep. She was one of the ones that pushed to get this agency going, all right? And uh, so she's pushing now saying that the phenomena is an urgent issue 
in for the first time expressing her public dissatisfaction with the response. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping that that's probably going to get some people moving because of that. She thinks the uh, DOD needs to take the issue more seriously and get in motion. Yes. Um, as far as they're concerned, you know, they're saying that the uh, agency had ample time to uh, implement the uh, important provisions, and they got to show some progress. It's just, the, uh, they just dragging their heels, as they always do, oh, right? I mean, right? Well, yeah, and again, this comes an important time. About four months ago, Congress passed the National Defense Authorization Act that required the Pentagon to create an anomaly surveillance and resolution office. A little bit different from the one we've been talking about, mm -hmm. but same idea is that they're supposed to be investigating, particularly our airspace. Right, yeah, sure. Because of their concerns yep. of uh, what's been out there, and uh, particularly, you know, because, you know, there's been reconnaissance and by Air Force and so on that have come up with actual photos and, you know, it's going nowhere. But anyways, it's uh, the new agency is supposed to be uh, f fully activated by June. And uh, it was given the authority to pursue any resource, capability, asset, or process to investigate unidentified aerial phenomena, UAPs. Mm. Um, so supposedly with this new authority, maybe that's what will get them going. But can They're I ask you It's supposed to be developing an intelligence collection and analysis plan to gain as much knowledge as possible regarding the technical and operational characteristics, origins, intentions of unidentified aerial phenomena. And that's according to the legislation. I mean, this is actually okay. in legislation. It's yep. not just someone, you know, proposing this. Can I just the, say something? Uh, was, Let me just say something. Yeah. To me, and I hate to use this word, but to me that's like verbal you know what I mean? I without mean, the, it's without like, yeah. the payoff. Yes, it's it's <laughs> without the happy ending. It's like the same well, old stuff you hear. For, we're going to do a plan. We're going to do Matt, this. We're going. Uh, 1966. Mm. Blue Book is going on. Two F-106s launch out of Sulphur Airfield, Detroit, and they intercept a UFO over Central South Michigan. They have a visual sighting on it for about uh, 10 to 60 seconds. They got radar input on it. Nothing. They come up. And that's the, where the swamp no, gas. Yeah. Yep. It's swamp yes, gas. Yeah, it's it's the so same the old story. The legislation has gone over every decade. There's another version of this. But every the, you know, uh, Harry Reid, uh, the then senator, okay, he's he threw his stuff out. It, it, but, but here's the thing, though. I thought it would be different this time because they gave them money, and by con congressional you know, mandate, when you get money, you have to report on what you did with the money. Right. I thought it'd be. I don't think Blue uh, Project Blue Book had to go up there every three months and tell them what they were doing. But these people are supposed to be doing that. Right. Well, Jerry Ford, when he was a congressman, was the one that led the charges to find out that he said the Pentagon wasn't doing the job. It, it just keeps repeating it's itself. A, yeah, it is. It's a And then yeah. you walk into a room and you say, look, here's the secret sauce. This is what's going on. We can't release it to the public. And they know that now they're inside the secret and it's not going to be passed. Then why do it in the first place? Because everybody's palms are getting greased. Jesus, God, you've got to be kidding me. You don't see that. Maybe we can get in on that. 33 million. So anyway, so club, is that it? And that's it, right? That's it's. Well, you know, I'm a little more optimistic than you guys. I, why? You know, Tell I, me why you're more optimistic. Because he wasn't at Margarita's earlier. Go there ahead. you go. No, be, no, because I've been following this pretty closely and. It, particularly, there's some big names in on this too now. You know, Senator Rubio of Florida is in on this, oh, huh. and he's got a vested interest, obviously, with the, the you know, the, the bases down there, yes. and you know, Cape Canaveral and all that. So, 
he wants to get his share of the money and so on. But uh-huh. uh, but anyways, he's 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 indicated he's frustrated. And uh, when someone that high level goes on, you know, puts their name out there and makes some comments, usually they uh, they get some action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. The high profile. So, yeah. I mean, we'll find out. I mean, uh, if he doesn't, then uh, then he doesn't. But uh, I'm going to give them a little more time. And like I say, one of the reasons that I'm a little more uh, uh, willing to go with this is that, as we all know, there's uh, many distractions right now in the Defense Department. Yes. And uh, so I can understand that a lot of resources are looking at other things right now. But that's why so, you set up $33 million, so that the, the distractions that go on every single day, every single day, you have a group. It's like saying, well, we can't launch an aircraft carrier in the Pacific because we have things going on in Europe. That's not how we're set up in the <clears> Department <throat> of Defense. Right. I can see there'll be, you know, people, they're working on their thing and they, other people are working mm-hmm. on other things. But here's, here's, here's my question, though, is, okay, is this, is that, and I'll go back to what I said earlier. The fact that they made such a big deal out of it, the fact that they created this agency with a weird freaking acronym, and they gave them money, made it, you know, put it on their, you know, their plate that you have to report to the Congress every ninety days, all right? Now, and and now a year has gone by and nothing has come up. That it, there's no other conclusion that you can come to except what Coco said. We're is, still looking into it's, it. It's just bullshit. You know, it's, it's, they're just BSing us in a different yeah. way. And the fact that they got 33 million bucks, I'll tell you this, Project Blue Buck never got $33, okay? You know, Run by that, a major. It, all it was was, was was a psyop to keep people thrown up. Distra- right. Everyone used to think it was like NASA with people walking around in like lab coats and stuff. It was four people. Four it was, people what's his running name? around and then two secretaries and a gopher. You and know, then, and, and then showing up at UFO conventions and, and planting information, false information to get to, to provide more cover. There you go. You know, so anyway, well, well, ahead, well anyways, I want to be proven the wrong. The result of this is that it looks like it's going to involve more legislation. So oh, good. That, that, that ought to solve it. Know, it. That <laughs> ought to solve Congress right is going to get tough. more U.S. code. They're going to say, look, we, we want results. We want action. We want to know. We, we want to have control of our skies, all of this stuff. And we want it now. Is that what's going to happen, Club? Is Congress are going to be pounding desks? Yeah, and, and pass more yeah, legislation. For, for the six yeah. months that they show up for work. More yeah, money. They're going to be pounding desks. They're, more I mean, money. Because yeah. if, if there's a group well, of people that have really got it moving, it is the Congress. See, this is, this is what I think is going to happen, okay? I might have mentioned this in an earlier show. This is what I think that when they come up with some kind of a declaration or something. I think it's going to be something along the lines of this. They're going to say, this is a natural phenomena we don't understand, but it doesn't have anything to do with our flight safety or anything. It's something that just happens like lightning or something. Okay, you have to be aware of it, but it's not a threat to like the safety of our airliners and stuff. Because you remember when they passed this legislation, one of the things that they put in there was that they're looking into it for quote unquote air safety. Air safety means like airliners and stuff, right? They're going to come out and they say this is a natural well, I phenomenon. Mean, I'll, I'll take a side of that. Go ahead. You know, right now, uh, there's no, there's never been any issues that we know of that affected air safety. Right. They brought it up. So. You know, uh, so you know, there's a concern now because they're seeing more and more of this stuff. But are they? You hear about it more. You hear about you it. Maybe more. hearing about it more. But my point is, if you're trying to look as a way to su- for subterfuge, you're going to put a statement out that says we're going air safety is one of the concerns. Then you already know that it's not a concern. So what do you do then? Well, you come in and say, like Max said, it's a it's a phenomenon we don't completely understand, but it doesn't affect safety. Give us another thirty three million dollars, and we'll and, give you a beautiful you know, brochure for what we did for the last year and a half lying to you. And then you get out of it. 
I want somebody in the audience, I want somebody here tonight to point to something that when Congress has pounded their hand for the six months that they show up for work okay. and, and said, we've got a result on. We still don't know what happened on the Lincoln assassination. That's two <laughs> freaking centuries ago. John Bull shot him. Oh, oh okay? we know he was we, killed. Yeah, was we know, are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't an alien that, that, that did it? Can you prove that? And my other part is we have secrets from World War II that will not be opened for another 43 years. Right, right. But they mostly have to do with codes and stuff oh, like that. Enough. Enough with this crap. Oh. This is bull. Wow. If anybody believes that the government, once they know the secret, the people that are the government, is going to share that, share power. I, I, I want to sell you land. Well, where the water comes in at noon. It's you're kidding me. No, but uh, let's just get back to it. Let's get back to it. But here's the thing, and it gets gets back to this one question. So what people are saying is that the government knows everything that's going on, but they don't want to tell people because it's going to ruin civilization. It's going to ruin religion, so on and so forth. Civilization as we know it is I, going to I have collapse. another take on that that I want to add. No, but, but that's what a lot of people I, say, I want, right? I agree, but I want to add a take okay. to that. But why but, – but, you know, it's still – the, the stuff that we go through these days, okay, you know, uh, with everything that's going on, Agreed. pandemics and war and stuff like that, what, you know, you know, this would be something that you would think that they would want to tell people. Okay? So can I, can I jump in? Go ahead. If you lied, well, like when we were kids and you lied, yes. and, you, and you, you need to stick to the lie, I believe that they have, they have lied so consistently that they feel that, you know where the, the, the loss in confidence is going to come? It's not going to come in religion. It's not going to come in the world's going to collapse. We're going to stand there and go... What the F have you people been doing with all this time and money? That's where I think you've got people that are worried about cons consistently carrying on this this lie, this storyline, this this just, as you were saying before, the uh, masturbatory process that's going on. Is that word? <laughs> because they are concerned that we're going to finally show up with the pitchforks and torches and say, enough of this foolishness. But here's the thing. Let me just throw this out at you then, okay? And, and let's just, and we're not going to get political, but... There are things that have happened in this country in the past 50 years that have been like uh, political mistakes, let's say, okay? Vietnam, for instance, all right? And we got over that. Do you know what I mean? So you see what I'm saying? I agree. But we have consistently lied on this, and I think it's because— But they consistently lied about the Vietnam War, and they got over it. I mean, people got over it. Okay, that's what they lied about. It. Bum, bum, the aliens are here. I don't think they're going to worry about who lied or anything. I, I, I'm, well, Mac, I, you're entitled, but I'm just telling you, the way I look at this, the only thing that consistently lines up with me is these people, the only thing they're worried about is losing their control and their power. All right, let me ask you one more question, <clears throat> then we'll move on. So you're talking about people who are you know, somewhere in the government or somewhere close to the government who are going to lose their power. But these people, the, the, the length of like a government employee or anyone who would be involved in this is 30 years at the most, and then you retire with a huge pension. So you know, if this has been going on, let's say, since Roswell, okay, which I don't believe anything happened, but let's say the you know, late 40s up to now where we are now – You'd have several generations of people who have retired or whatever, you know. So who is who is the who are these people who are holding on to the power? So the secret. I, I I think when you get inside this sausage factory, the people that are hired to be in management of the sausage factory uh -oh. select people that uh, hold the same kind of uh, belief system that they have. So the torch gets passed to a group of people that you know we can't. We're smarter than everybody else, and we can't trust everybody else and if you look at that from that standpoint to me that's where it, it makes sense why we have this now take the next step do we have possible technology do we have possible contacts that have occurred that we had that going on no you say no i think it's a possibility 
because we have made deals. We'd be we have, living in a different world. Why? Why would we live in a world? different world? The because people you that are making the, money are making money on the but world. But you wouldn't take have, the money. You wouldn't take the time and the effort and all the expense to land uh, to launch the space shuttle into orbit. I've said this a million times. Like launching a dump truck. Wait a minute. No, no. Uh, no, no if no, you no. had the secret of anti gravity, you so just wouldn't do it. If you're spending thirty three million dollars and not getting a result, okay? Yes. Why would you not continue to spend thirty three million dollars every single day on BS ways to do business? Why have we not gotten off? Uh, fossil fuels and put our money and technology into nanotech and and new power to develop electricity. Because right now, people are making tons of money taking it out of the ground, burning it, and going forward. Right. Okay? So the same thing happens. You know, I think we do have high tech. I think there's been some aircraft that have come out that completely... But it's going to destroy the the uh, the industrial yeah, but complex. Can I tell you something? But but at some point there were people who you know they were like big hay, big horse, big wagon. You know that didn't want cars to come into. You right. Know? So they did. But did when they, somebody what, figured out how they could make money on it, that's when it came. It becomes, well, that's what I'm saying exactly. Well, so right? how are we, I don't disagree, but the people that are paying the politicians are pulling oil out of the ground, are grinding up coal, are making steel, are doing it the way we've done it. Friends of politicians. That Politicians don't even make that much no, money. I said I the always... people that pay them, the people oh, yeah, that yeah, contribute no, that to that, and they them. control that. They have access when they do that. $33 million is nothing nowadays. Yeah, I know. That's nothing. You're right. We, we're treating it like it's like a holy tort. It's mm-hmm. nothing. I know. You're right. And, 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 oh, contempt of, where's the contempt of Congress? Congress isn't going to bring these people up contempt. There's no one's going to show up. And if they do... When was the last time somebody went to jail for anything on the political arena? I dare anyone to tell well, me when it was. That's, uh, John Wilkes Booth. Well, it may be happening soon. Yeah. Oh, well, I, you never I, know. I hope you're right. You never know. All I right, listen, right. let's move on. Okay, so that's cool. So anyway, so, uh, you know, basically what we're saying is this investigative, you know, enterprise is not going anywhere quite yet club, right? And Congress well, again, is going to get to I'm the bottom. I'm going to continue to monitor it. Yep. I, I haven't given up completely. I'm, you know, I, I agree with Coco and many of this stuff, but uh, I've always seen the glasses half full. And uh, as long as it's so whiskey, it, I'm that's not, the way well, it needs to I'm be. I'm not ready to give up on it yet, but I, uh, but I'll be, uh, I'll be watching these hearings they're having and uh, mm-hmm. C-SPAN. Uh, you know, they're pretty good at C-SPAN hearing a lot of stuff. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I, they I hear keep an eye on that, but so uh, keep the faith a little longer, anyways. Okay, I see Raven uh, indicating that she's vomiting. No. <laughs> or you were doing something else. Raven, what do you think about all this? You're the youngster here. You know, I I just really wish that it delivered more when everything, you know, changed. Yeah, the big splash. Yeah, yeah. It's just a big disappointment at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I mean, we're, we're kind of in a in a place where things are not great, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Pretty bad. <laughs> Yes. Why, why not give us information? Well, that's what like, I mean. What if it helps? Can what it get it, worse? See, what if it helps? That's the big thing is what if it actually helps people? Because I think a lot of people around the world, um, certainly in this country, would embrace something like Absolutely. this. It's almost like it's something they've been waiting for. you know. And, and whether they come as saviors or the, whether they come as uh, you know, the Europeans. Oppressors or whatever. Whatever. I think it's something that they think that you know is meant to be or whatever. And I think it would lift up a lot of people that, hey, we're not alone. I mean, that's the one thing it's going to prove is that we're not alone. And, and the other you know? part is, yeah. depending on if, if you believe it, it, you know, in a religion, if you, your, your belief in a, uh, you know, a superior bit of being a god, it, all those different parts and people, I don't see how that changes. I never have. I've never bought the argument going you know, forward on that. But I, the, 
I can't see, and, and, and I applaud Club for having the faith and keeping the faith, but I just don't see how anything comes out of Congress with, with the nonsense yeah, that which, has gone on. With. This is the greatest set of ass clowns that has ever put, set up, and we're paying for it every day. Another good name for a band, the Ass Clowns. Let's face it. Well, we got to work with the Ass Clowns that we have. No, no, no. And and, and well, yeah. if, hey, if you want to if you want to hit the third rail, you just hit the third rail with me. We vote those Ass Clowns. The in, ass clowns. And we don't change them out. And politicians are like children's diapers. They need to change because they fill up with the same stuff. That's right. I know. Congress is Term limits the is the only the possible way you're going to have anything ever come out about UFOs, and we don't do what we're supposed to under the Constitution. We don't vote out these ninnies. We keep them in for 30 years because our crook brings money back to our district. Well, there you go. Well, that's the same reason why we don't have anti-gravity, because the people that are paying for those people are saying, if you want to keep getting your hundred grand into your shut war up. chest, shut up, and we're going to drive it until we run out of fluid. Wow. We want okay. more anti-gravity. Hang on. He said fluid, not lube. So listen, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a commercial break now and calm down and regroup? And when we come back, uh, hopefully Dr. Bob Gross will be with us to talk about what it would be like to actually live on Mars, I think. So you're listening to Macaloni's Miltrax, our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. The whole gang is here, and we will be right back after this. Do you know where the world's most secret bases are located? Do you know what spooky action at a distance means? Is there a conspiracy by aliens to prevent us from conquering space? And where is the best place in the United States to see a real UFO? Find the answers to all these questions and more in Mac Maloney's new book, Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe. Visit places you never knew existed, the Phantom Tunnels of Tokyo, the UFO Trail in South America, Hong's Hat, and the very mysterious M-Triangle. Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe contains hundreds of reports on ghosts, haunted planes and ships, weird celebrity deaths, mysterious sounds, and a breakdown of every monster in America, state by state. You've heard him talk about it on the radio. Now, get all of Mac's paranormal research in one large volume. Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe, with the forward by the very famous Juan Juan. On sale now in your local bookstore or on Amazon.com. Speaking of falling out of the sky, Raven is with us. What's that line? Did it hurt when you fell from heaven? Oh yeah, like a pickup line. I mean, did it? Yes. Well, not a pickup line, but just a nice thing to say. I like the mirror in the pocket one better. That's my favorite. What is it? What is, <laughs> tell us that one, please. Never heard you can make me say it. Yes, please. Yes. Go ahead. Never heard that one. No. Is that a mirror in your pocket? Oh, are you just glad I'm to good. see me? Because I can see myself in your pants. Oh. oh. <laughs> what happened tonight? Welcome back, everyone, to Macaroni's Mill Tracks. I'll show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Macaroni. Well, on the show we have for you tonight. Uh, but joining us, uh, let me introduce the members of the posse. Girls, get ready, because the very famous Juan Juan is here, and he's hot oh, tonight. Man. He's hot. He's uh, not hot in that way, but he I can hot see like trot, no steam coming off of your brow. In your... <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, girls. 
I know you know what he's thinking, and he, he's right. I am hot. Well, you know, you had to say it, not me. Uh, Eileen told me I really have hot hands. My hands are really hot. Really? Eileen's his wife, by the way. Go ahead. Yeah, really, and, huh? Huh? And my customers think I have a hot bum because if I sit at their chair working on their PC or something, then they get off and they sit. <laughs> they get off. That's all you have to say. Just <laughs> stop right really there. Hot. That's all we need to know. What kind of customers do you Honest have? Honest to God, that really happens. Honest to God. Uh, I know. We believe good you. blood circulation in okay. all the right places. Yeah, right. Don't well, they, isn't bum an English world? We're going to find out the origin here pretty soon when he does his Oxford thing. Also, no switch tonight, but he's coming back soon. But with us is also our security chief, Willie Club. Willie? Hi, Mac. Hi, folks. It's great to be here. I'm sorry to hear that, you know, you've got such a hot bum tonight there. (laughs) Sounds like jealousy to me. (laughs) It is weird, but it's true. Yeah, I've never never had that that situation. You've never been accused of having a hot six, huh? (laughs) Wow. This is... uh, Okay, I wind up in the uh, editing room floor. We don't know, but anyway, at Willie Club is here. Everything's good with him. He's looking as distinguished as always. Well, I try, Mac. I'm okay. trying to keep up with Coco there. You're gonna see. Oh, really? He's, studio tonight. He's the bar. He's the he's high all bar. All dressed up. He's okay. got he's got makeup on. You know, it did take a while. With that. Yeah. Do you like the dress? Are you going to say something about that on there? Anyway, listen. Um, I'm trying to be, you know, kind, classy. Huh? <laughs> That's the word. Uh, up there in Sideways, New York. Is a good friend, good witch, Raven. Raven, how are you doing tonight, Raven? Very good. Thanks for having me. I've hmm. had lots of fun. Hmm. Okay. I think of all of us, she has the best hairdo. What do you say? Oh, no doubt. Okay. Absolutely no doubt. So how's things with you? Everything okay up there? I know it snowed there about a week ago. Yeah, we had snow, and then today it was like 75, and it's just been all over the place. Wow, that's nuts. Okay. I mean, up in your part in New York, right, people were out of power for like three or four days just from a storm a little while ago, right? Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, normally we lose power, but we got really lucky, and we didn't this time. Hmm. Now, wow. when do you uh, plant your garden up there? Um, so I don't garden. <laughs> I just have plants. So that, that answer would be, that n- nice out. job, Cobra? No, wait a minute. No. Hold on. Hold on. She doesn't garden. She just has plants. What's the difference? Please tell us. So, like, this little guy. Like, like I just have plants. Oh, my God. That's marijuana. My husband gardens. Oh, okay. Right. When does your, husband, I, I when does your husband plant his garden? Okay. When? I don't know. Okay, just, there you go. Again, Cobra, two for two. Cobra, two for two. Not exactly Ozzy and Harriet. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Let's. Does he grow fruits and vegetables? Is that what he does? And you just have, uh, you're the plant manager, right? I yeah, JJ, it. he grows he grows fruits and vegetables. <laughs> okay. Air quotes. He sure does. <laughs> You're like double air quotes, by the way, for anyone listening in. So look at also joining us tonight, if he doesn't jump soon, is our good friend, Dr. Bob Gross. Let's really, let's uh, hit the microphone. And Thank you. Thank him. you. Doctor, how are you doing? Thank you. Good to be here. How are you? Pretty good. Okay, you look good. It's raining here in Chicago area. He's in the uh, Chicago, the toddling town. Chicago's a great city. Man. I agree. It's a great freaking city. Yep. Uh, but anyway, you you look good. You look like, um, does he look like Alex Guinness a little bit? A little. Yeah, he's got that distinguished uh, the, thing working yeah. there. Almost Over. like a masterpiece theater kind of, yeah, yeah, kind master, of thing yeah, going yeah. on there. If Peter he had, O'Toole. Maybe. Yeah, Peter O'Toole. Yeah. More yeah. of a tool, tool to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'd like to note that uh, since you said Chicago, which featured prominently in the Wingman series, a uh, great right. uh, series by Mac Maloney. On sale everywhere. Everywhere. You know what's cool about Chicago is the loop. <laughs> the I loop is interesting. Yes. I, love yes, the, right. I love the subway system that turns into the loop right into the city. And my favorite radio station when I was there, stationed up at uh, Great Lakes, was WLUP. Here we go again. Great, 
rock station. Did, did you see any submarine attacks? Some of the DJs, they were awesome. In, on the Great Lakes when one one was there? The answer to that question is no. In a previous show, uh, Juan Juan said that he did his basic training at uh, the Great Lakes for the Navy. Oh, yeah. And X used yeah. to be, and X was on, and he said, and oh. And my ET school training up there, too. X said, oh, the horror. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I was in Chicago freezing my buns off. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. How can you freeze your buns off when we've established that you have, like, the hottest six There you the go. Show? We just wow. talked about We just had that. Yeah, yeah, no, now, now. What, are they hot or are they cold? Oh, they are hot in yes. spite of uh, <laughs> the coldness. The, <laughs> The, the bitter wind off the lake. Ooh, you you, should, you should really get a job in politics. In your face. I don't know how that works. A PR, maybe. Okay. Goes off the buildings right in your face. Come up the, out of the subway. It's in your face. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> can good. I just? I'll tell you a quick story about why I. Like, an old town. It's in your face. Why I like Chicago so much. Okay. I loved it. Yeah. Everyone who goes there just comes back with a good impression of it. Just don't go in the wrong pods, but for the most part. So I was passing through there on a train going to LA because I don't really like to fly. Right. So they give you like five hours bef to switch trains, right? So I just walked out and I walked out in Chicago and there's the seven bridges that you would see on the Bob Newhart show and stuff. Went into mm -hmm. a bar, sat there, had chicken fingers and a few beers, killed time. Mm -hmm. And the guy who was the bartender, you know, at one point he came over and says, listen, I'm cashing out now. Can you cash out? Okay. Boom. boom. And then... um. And then I leave and I go back. And as I'm walking through the, the train station, which I think is called Union Station, I'm not sure, but it's a, it's a beautiful building. I hear someone going, hey, pal, hey, pal. And it's the bartender. And now he has set up a little thing where he's selling cans of beer for a buck. No, for 75 cents. And everyone would pay him a buck. Right, and he get a quad. He says, "Hey, how you doing?" He says, "Hey, give me a hand." Wait, well, yes, so I sat there for an hour with this guy selling cans of beer, and the line went out the door. Okay, and I said to him, "This would never happen in Boston. Never in a million freaking years would they do it." But they're just kind of cool, you know. They're cool like that. Club, know? should I ask the question? Go ahead. Was these uh, earnings declared on that year's IRS uh, taxes? <laughs> I just want to. Not mine. You know, I was thinking about that. I, know, I, I read your mind. I, I read your mind, and you know what that yeah. means. There's going to be mail. There's going <laughs> audit is coming. Got, don't say that. That's a gay <laughs> word. Don't say that. So anyway, uh, but it's a cool town. If you have a chance to go there yes. and. It's just like the food's good and just the vibe is good and the music oh, yeah. is just I, I freaking awesome. I completely agree on Chicago, and there are spots that I have had the same kind of fun experience in Detroit. And, 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 but you have to work a lot harder in Detroit. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> and go well-armed. But I love Detroit. Hmm, I, interesting. Uh, so anyway, so uh, now the gang is here, and we're going so I got to— i one more Chicago story real quick. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. Real quick. It is, uh, is it still currently the home of uh, United Airlines? Uh, is it still there? <laughs> They're called flight attendants. Because flight attendants. I knew the buildings where they called it the stew zoo, <laughs> where the stewardesses would, would lay over and do other things while there was, you know, more code off the plane. And I used to hang out there in the airport, drinking a coffee, waiting really? for the last flights to come in. And just, you know, and were be you myself. a child? When were you in Chicago? What are you talking about? When I was in the Navy, oh. 68, 69. <laughs> The horror. 18 years ago. <laughs> a little bit of 70. Now you know why yeah. X and I, why X referred to it as the horror. <laughs> so he's saying so while you're face down someplace in the south. It's a gold mine. Ha having having a drill sergeant put put you know, yeah. put your face in the mud. He's up at Stu he's up at the Stu you know, <laughs> earning his earning his national defense ribbon at the <laughs> at the Stu Zoo. And then where do you go after something like that? Well, after after you get into the combat, where do you go? You go to Newport, Rhode Island and defend us, defend us from the Vietnam. Splice, splice film. 
Well, okay, let's calm down. Here we go. It's great. It's a, it was great for me. It, you know, you, you thought that there. Who wants? I to want you to tell that story when you get to the VFW. Really They're going to really applaud you, like, brother. It was okay. Okay, listen. So Chicago is a great place. Great place. It is. It's like the middle of the country. It's cool. So anyway, so Doctor Bob, what's new with you? Anything? Uh a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I've been doing some uh, research and especially some interesting things going on, uh, like with the recent article about from NASA about what the Perseverance rover found on Mars okay. as far as sound goes. Oh, interesting. And man, that's a that's like going to be a I think in my mind a Pandora's box once they get. So everything figured out there. So Dr. Bob has a recent article published called, uh, you, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's, If a Tree Falls on Mars, Does Anyone Hear It? Is that the title? Yes. Great title, man. Who came up with that? Did you? I did. I That's just an excellent title. It into my mind one day. Nice. Well, now <laughs> it seems like the things with sound are just crazy wow. on Mars. So listen, this is what we're going to do. So we'll uh, talk about that later on in the show. Thanks for um, you know giving us the update on that. We're going to go to Raven now because Raven has an even creepier report. <laughs> right? so yeah, so <laughs> Tell us. we're actually going to be playing a little game tonight. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about the black <laughs> telephone game. Okay. And I want to preface this with a, a warning that Mac Maloney's Military X-Files does not encourage the playing of this game. Wow. And if curiosity gets the best of you, you need to use extreme caution. Yes. Oh, sounds good. Okay. So, what? <laughs> let, me, let, let me just further add that uh, we're not like responsible said, for any intergalactic rips um, if you do. Glad you're here, Dr. Bob. Game, um, oh, sorry, what? No, I was asking Dr. Bob. He's glad he's here. Yeah. He's uh, nodding in the affirmative. I am now. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. He signed the waiver. <laughs> okay, please. Um, so this game, um, it, it is also sometimes called um, a ritual originated in Japan. Um, and it's commonly referred to there as uh, how to call the distortion room. Um, the end goal of this is to be transported to another world. Um, cool. And it's actually another version of the elevator game, which is commonly referred uh, in the Elisa Lamb case, uh, the, the woman that uh, was found dead at the Cecil Hotel. Um, geez, what was that back in maybe 2013? Okay. Um, they thought that she might have been playing the elevator game. Um, so this is another version. What, of that, what is basically. the elevator game? Tell um, us. Sorry. Tell us what the elevator game is. So you get on an elevator in a. The building has to have more than twelve floors, I believe. Okay. And you have to choose floors in certain orders. Yep. And then supposedly, at the end, I, I don't remember which floor you're supposed to end up at, but oh. whatever the last one is, is supposed to be a different world. Oh, really? Okay. I've been in some Hyatts that seem like that, as it turns out. But <laughs> Luckily, though, I have those magnetic keys now, so I can usually so find just a room. Go wow. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. So go ahead, please, Raven. So, um, if you decide to play this game, which again, it's not recommended, but I'm going to tell you how to do it. Um, so you're going to need a pen, a piece of paper, a black rotary phone. Now, for anyone that doesn't know, Google a rotary phone. I have and one. It's it's not a cell phone um, and two pieces of black string that are over 40 centimeters long. And before you play, uh, the house that you are in needs to be empty, except for the people that are playing the game. Uh, the house should have at least four rooms. All doors and curtains in the house need to be shut. All lights must be off except for the room or hallway, wherever you are, that has the phone in it. 
Um, and the ritual will not work if you have salt or anything that will block the supernatural or ward off evil spirits. Did you say salt? Salt. Yep. Salt is commonly used if you are um, if you're trying to keep something evil away from you. It's a protective it barrier. So it's sort of like burning sage or having a lichen. Lamps. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Oh, you were talking about that a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, I love salt. I, I make a talk and go, hello, Eileen. And I raise and lower the uh, the pot <laughs> on the, the salt. Yeah, the because the yeah, the light. I know. It's got a variable light. Yeah. I make it seem like it's talking. <laughs> she says, one of these days is gonna wake you up and talk to you. <laughs> okay. Ooh, all right. Oh man. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I digress. No, that's okay. <clears throat> so that's that's everything that you need and everything that you need to do before you start. So here we go. Um, tie one piece of string around the telephone handset tightly so that it can't be removed. Then you're going to hold the handset away from your ear and you're going to dial two zero four zero six zero eight zero and hang up and then pick up the handset and dial two five five one five eight two three and leave the phone off of the hook now if someone does answers, this phone have to be connected to real phone service or not i would think so um i'm not 100 percent sure There's a couple i just want to know that if you do this foggy and i couldn't I couldn't get a definite yes or no. Mm -hmm. So I would think that it needs to be, but it's really hard to find information about it. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to assume yes. All right. Um, now, if somebody answers or something answers, I should say, don't speak to them. Mm -hmm. After you do this, you're going to quietly go into the first closest room. You close the door and you wait a minute. After that, you return to the phone and you complete step two again. So after that has been repeated, you're going to quietly go into the second closest room, close the door, wait a minute, repeat step two again. Um, so when you, after you go into the third closest room, you close the door, you wait a minute, you come back, you're going to pick up the phone and dial 22822. Now, with your eyes shut, you're going to enter the last room and close the door. You're going to tie the second piece of string around the doorknob using a double eight knot. I don't know how you do that with your eyes closed. We'll find out. But good luck. Okay. Um, Are we pulling a gonna... tooth now with the uh, no? Hang on. Go ahead. String on the doorknob. No. <laughs> okay. I would think that the uh, great seaman <laughs> from uh, right Great Lakes to... Naval Air Station, <laughs> Naval Station, should be able to do the great oh, eight. Oh the, uh, so the no. With his eyes closed. With Go ahead, eyes. please, Raven. Go ahead. Wow. Um, so then you're going to open your eyes, and no matter what you do, do not speak. You can now open the curtains, and if the glass has turned black, you have succeeded in traveling to another world. Hmm. Or um, in the Japanese ver version, I apologize, <clears throat> you have called the distortion room. Okay. So right. you can stay there if you want. Um, I mean, that's 100% up to you. Go ahead. If this is something that you're uh, full, full into doing. But if you decide that this is not for you, there are, well, there is a way to end this game and return to Earth. Um, so in the room you're in, uh, look for a note containing an eight digit number. And this is gonna be different for everyone. Go ahead. So if you can find the note, memorize the number and repeat it over and over in your head and grasp the string on the doorknob tightly. Yes. You do not speak or let go of the doorknob or the string, I apologize. Go ahead. Uh, even if something speaks to you or pulls on you. 
You're going to continue to repeat the eight-digit number over and over in your head for as long as you have to until you feel like you've returned to the real world. And at that point, you're going to open the door once you, once you, sorry, uh, once you feel that it's right. Yes. So when you go out, if you can see out the windows and the doors, everything's good. You're back to normal. You're back in the real world. Okay. Um, If, if the windows and everything is still black, you're not. You're you failed and you're basically stuck. Um, Good luck to you. Oh, and I, I yeah, at that point it's kind of no, like the you. buck. I, yeah. I'm not sure where you go from here. Wow. Um, okay. You. This is why. Could I make a quick, a quick suggestion? You know. Uh, Coco's um, waiting. Just, just oh, a sorry, quick suggestion. Coco, go ahead. If that happens, dial four one one. If not nine one one. Okay. Right. Yeah, cool. Oh, wow. You um, know, it sounds like um, it sounds like um, Ong's hat. In a way, remember Ong's hat? Absolutely, those crazy yes. people in the in the, yeah. in the pine lands. Oh. Wow! Hey, do, let me just okay, back, go ahead, please. Go, Raven. Within seven days, you have to burn the note containing the eight-digit number. Um, you place the ashes in a black bag, or you wrap them in paper, and you carry those with you like forever. So, <laughs> forever. You you what, have what, to have those with you. You know, this is it sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, nothing. it's a lot of moving parts. What do we get out of this? Yeah, what's we get in some it? Kind of thrill or something? I'm Let's I'm say. waiting for the punchline here. I got I my mean, phone all set to go. You're in another world. He <laughs> got the dial phone. That's I funny. Guess hey, 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 hey. Uh, the experience of another world, but the thing is, you have to. Hope that you make it back. Well, another yeah. world on this planet, or another world. Yeah, period. No, no. Somewhere. I'm think. I think we're talking about another dimension, dimension wow. or That's um, cool. uh, yeah, right. like a slip in time. Um, so there's one more thing I read, and it's uh, it's crazy. At this point, um, after you've burned the note and you've been carrying it with you, yes. the person or people, um, you know, who who played this uh, will start to experience strange phenomenon. <laughs> And uh, really? their happiness will be significantly reduced. Reduced? Reduced. Yes. Oh, great. Wow. Let's do it. Dance. Again, why, I'm, why I, I don't put up the warning. I, I don't see any benefit. I'm still waiting for a benefit. <laughs> yeah, right. We go to strip. I don't know what the benefit is, but I guess it really screwed up a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's the. I can only imagine what the bill might That's be. That's the like. reason. If it came back. I think no, if you screwed up when you do it, you probably come back normal. All right, listen. Yeah, there you oh, go. So I got a couple safety notes. Go ahead. A couple of quick things. Go. I checked it up here online. Yes. Rotary phones will still work in the modern world uh, that Ooh. we live in as long as you have the uh, switches still in place. The optical network termination, RNT, is what will change it on the modern uh, phone networks, uh, the light into electrical signals so your your uh, rotary phone will work. That's one. Hmm. Two, I right. strongly suggest on behalf of Macaloni's Military X-Files that you oh. check with Uh-oh. your phone company if you're covered for interdimensional phoning because be the bill could be, it's probably way oh, out of your service right. and it's going to be a real mess. And it will use a lot of megabytes. And there's yeah. one thing I think we should look at, and I bet there is an angle here that has not been uh, looked at. I believe there's a way to create this so that you could do it via the internet. Where you could, because there are dial phone um, uh, simulations that you can use on the internet and go through. Oh. You could create this in a digital world. Uh, you have oh. to tie the piece of the string. Around and I'm the glad phone. you brought that up because you can yeah, tie you it off to the computer. Anyone who gets stuck with the uh, the figure eight knot, one one use that in Stu Zoo. He'll be able to provide you instructions. <laughs> wow. I did. I had so to it's tie already, me up I, and I just had, I had those public service announcements, those PSAs I had to get out. So, Doctor Bob, now listen. You've yes. been you've been sitting here quietly. What do you think of all this? You're you're a learned person. 
Well, I, I think I there are people that are trying to get into other dimensions. Is it possible? Um, I, from a scientific standpoint, I'm starting to believe that more and more that it is. Uh -huh. It, it, well, let, let me put it this way real quick. It, it, is there any question that there are other dimensions? Like in my mind, the question is that there are absolutely there is no question. Yes, there are actually. other dimensions. There are other places other than where we are. You know, whether yes, not, ne not necessarily out of space or whatever. It's just like a different a different place than where we are. Right? Do you think that's more logical than little green men coming from Mars and so on? Well, from what I've run into there was supposedly some evidence of a parallel dimension that they found i think it was in 1972 mm -hmm. and they found a spot on the microwave background you know that the sure. uh, universe has yep yep sure they they found a spot in that universe that they think was caused by another dimension running into our dimension. Really? See, here's the thing. Let me just quickly, you know, because only because I know this. So the background um, noise, as they call it, there's, there's a scientific name for it, but basically what they found, AT&T, two guys at AT&T found this, is that when the Big Bang happened, it caused a lot of noise, you know, like audio noise, but also electronic, electromagnetic noise, the, the works. Right. And it's always in the background, and these two guys at AT&T who were doing something completely in, different found out that this is this constant universal background that, in fact, when you look on a uh, TV screen, I don't know if they even go to white anymore, but it would like white snow and stuff like that. A lot of those little specks have to do with the background uh, noise. So they can go and they can kind of look at that, and they look at the um, you know, how it was dispersed and stuff like that and know a lot about the universe. Am I right there, Doctor? Do I pass? Yes. Okay. And then there's always, it seems to be like there's new theories coming up as to the beginning, you know, the, the whole idea of the Big Bang. Mm -hmm. And recently, at least what I'm running across is the fact that now they think that there, there wasn't a, just a Big Bang at the beginning, but there was actually a series of Big Bangs. In other words, a series of different universes yep. that eventually evolved into what we're stuck with now right interesting hey so club so you must have read the other day that um so the james Webb telescope that they launched just yes. a little while ago which is where it was really expensive a long time launching a lot of delays and it's way 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 out in space it deployed all its mirrors everything looks like it's going fine is that right club the latest you've read yeah, that's yeah, what i read it, it, it's unbelievable that all of, it's so complex Mm. But everything as at this point is uh, is working, and they're getting some stuff back yep. that they'll be showing us soon. I, I read something. So, so when people say, hey, remember the Hubble? Remember the Hubble? They used to show photographs of it, and people go, wow, this is going to be like – the Hubble will be like one one-hundredth of it. Here's, here's two things that the James Webb Telescope can do. Number one, it, can, it will be able to look back so far into the universe because – when you look at the stars and everything, you're basically looking back into time. Correct. Because it takes so long for the light to get to us. That's how vast the universe right. is. But they will be able to look back into maybe what was happening before the Big Bang. Now, think about that. Okay, they'll be able mm -hmm. to look back what will be there, number one. Number two, it's going to have the ability to look at these exoplanets, you know, planets we found other than in our own solar system, and detect if there's carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide in the atmosphere – 
And that might lead you to believe that there's some kind of civilization on the planet, you know. So if it all works, it is the most complex piece. I, I, I try to read articles on it. I, I, I can't get more than four paragraphs in. It's crazy that it works. It's amazing. Who built yeah. that thing anyway? I don't know. Uh, it was uh, NASA uh, it was ran the contract. Group effort, I think. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a number of Stanford, companies. Stanford and MIT students. Well, it had to be, yeah, uh, in the uh, Jet Propulsion Lab and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and, but, I think who the, built it? Did I Boeing? Thought, I, I, no, I'm pretty sure it's a Lockheed and somebody oh, else. It, yeah, uh, Lockheed uh, makes sense, yeah. Yeah, there was an excellent segment. I think it was on 60 Minutes mm -hmm. oh, about three months ago, all about it. They it worked really, you yeah. through it, and it was fascinating. Astonishing, yeah, it, it works. Well, I know NASA and yeah, yeah. everyone else, but it's it's incredible. I mean, it's... It's been how many years that it's taken? You know? Listen, if it works, it's taken like 20 years to get this thing yeah. into space. Yeah. But if it works, I mean, we talk about how UFOs. Oh, it's working. It's yeah. working. I mean, if they if they find what they really, they don't really talk about it, but they really, really want to take a picture, see what they could see beyond the Big Bang. I mean, let's face it. That's the holy grail. And, and you know, we talk about UFOs. The revelation of UFOs might ruin all religions on Earth. Maybe that's going to do the exact same thing. You know what I mean? That's going to tell us yeah. something. That might be just freak us out, you know. And if uh, they disclose what well, they see, that's we get, the question. Okay, but NASA is pretty uh, probably stepping on a landmine here. But you know, they're no, pretty, it's part of the CIA. They're not going to let anything out. <laughs> Your manufacturers <laughs> are. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get like Coco now. Okay, go ahead. You know, uh, conspiracy, but. Is that if a bad thing? Is that what you said it up with a tone like that? Well, was I, thought a bad thing. Well, I thought you meant putting makeup on before yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so wait, when you Coco. say Na they, NASA is made up of, of people. So, like Mac has mentioned before, people on their deathbed, they'll say, hey, when I worked for NASA, yeah, this yeah. happened, and blah, blah, blah. And there'll be somebody with a, a uh, cassette tape, tape recorder. recorder. yep. Because he went yeah, back right. in well, time. I, to, I, I hate to, to dispel the, the bedside NASA, uh, you know, we had astronauts that came down and talked about it long before they died, and it was dismissed or put off to the side. So, just to get right. the uh, get the data, well, manufacturer, manufacturer Northrop Grumman, Ball Aerospace, and L three Harris are the three wow. primes. Hmm. It is a twenty year Ooh. expected duration for the mission. Ten years are planned. Five and a half years for the primary mission. And so far, four months and eight days has elapsed. Yeah, yeah. And everything's working, which is weird because with the Hubble, yeah, not everything wow. worked. You remember the Hubble? They actually sent it up there with like the wrong mirror. And so the astronauts <laughs> had to go up there and put the real mirror in it. But yeah. before we yeah, go. Yeah, unfortunately, this one's too far away. No one right. can, no go one up can and get to it. Yeah. You have to have one of those old phones. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> You ever try putting a princess phone in an AJ acoustic coupler? This, oh. this sounds dirty. What does that sound filthy? It sounds <laughs> dirty. So why don't we do this? Am I right, Dr. Gross? <laughs> oh, yes. It was oh, don't be so enthusiastic. Don't be pulled into the trap. You're going to get stuck in a dimension. You're not going to come back. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a commercial break and get the hell out of this, okay? You're listening to him. Pull on the string. Pull the strings. Pull the strings. Back on Lonnie's Military X-Files show. Here in the distant flight thunder. Attendance. Radio. Flight watch that serious flight attendance. Thank you, Raven, for that. Thank you very much. And uh, what we're going to do is wait. let's give her a hand. That was cool. Bring us up to the minute. And you, uh, you're listening to Mac Lawrence Military Exile Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. We'll be right back after this. We've all heard of Area 51, the U.S. government's top secret base in the Nevada desert. But have you ever heard of Area 52 or 53 or 54? 54? 54. How about Tonopar Test Range? or the Navy's secret base inside the Bermuda Triangle. Find out about them and more in Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, Mysteries of the World's Most Forbidden Places. Did Richard Nixon show Jackie Gleason a crashed alien spaceship near the swamps of Florida? Is it true that more UFOs are seen over a small Scottish village than anywhere else in the world? And is there a secret place in Russia that some people think is heaven on earth? 
In Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, you'll visit more than a dozen top-secret places around the globe. The haunted forests of New Jersey. A valley in Colorado where shadows come alive and humans can fly without wings. And where's the only secret base in America that's not been visited by UFOs? You've heard Mac talk all about these places on his radio show. Now you can read all about them yourself. That's Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, Mysteries of the World's Most Forbidden Places. Now on sale at Amazon. If I'm allowed to say that as a Coast Guardsman, check with club. Club, look that up on your light web if I'm allowed to say that. Aye, aye. Getting nasty now. Now I got to cut that Oh, you want to talk sailor? Let's talk like a sailor there, big guy. Poor loser. Wow. Oh, loser. Oh, loser. You want to bring that game? Can I stop the segment, please? All right. Time, please. Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Military Exile Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Uh, the, regular, uh, the regulars are here tonight. Let me quickly introduce them and then explain what we were arguing about. First of all, girls, Juan Juan, the very famous Juan Juan is here. Juanie. Hello, Mac. Hello, Mac. Hello, girls. Okay, you okay? You need oxygen? Ben sailors right? out there, all the ships <laughs> at sea. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I need a breath of fresh air, if you know what I mean, after that little off air stuff. Yeah. Anyway, girls. Not the magic dragon, was it? Huh? MILFs, Gills, and GD Gills. Uh, the, uh, the commander is here. Coco is here. As always, Mac, a distinct pleasure to be on the wing. Not only is and he here, and personal he's in the freaking studio with us tonight. This is uh, something that hasn't happened in years, as it turns out. Bob is happy because there's, there's not been an appearance. I have not heard Bob tonight. How weird is this? He's probably afraid of Coco. Anyway, uh, going up the totem pole is our uh, security chief, Willie Club, is with us. <clears throat> Willie. That's when you're supposed wow. to talk, uh, Willie. I wanted you to... I wanted you to say more in oh, my intro, well, well, but that's okay. all right. He looks distinguished. Anyways, he looks like Whitey Bulger. What more can I say? Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to say, you know, this show is taking my breath away tonight. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I asked you, we might need some oxygen or something after the yeah. – uh, get, anyway. get ready, club. Get ready. Get ready. <laughs> right. I'm always ready. Okay. Uh, someone else is always ready. I don't know what that means. Is our good friend Raven up there in Sideways New York. How are you, Raven? Hi, my friends. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Always ready to bring sunlight into the room. How's that? I try. Well, I you know. Even you though I, I talk about a bunch of weird stuff. That's okay. Lighten the mood. <laughs> it, uh, you know, it's probably better than a fight over, you know, what military service Popeye was in, which is what we were talking about. <laughs> Fill in the blanks later. So anyway, so we're back. And also uh, with us is our good friend, Dr. Bob Gross, out there in Chicago. Dr. Bob, you're doing good. You look good. Hello, everyone. Thank you. you know, so, so between, here's the problem here. Between club looks very distinguished, and so does Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob looks so much like an academic, you know what I mean? He looks like a, a freaking, like a young Einstein or something, but we know that he's a musician too, so we know that he's kind of cool. And then you have Raven, who's, you know, really attractive, Beautiful. you know? And so what does that leave us? That's the problem. The original three, Stooges. 
Raven, Raven's credentials. I bet she's wicked attractive. You know, you, you guys have face uh, have face for radio. There we go. Sorry, that's, yeah. that's on the T-shirt. Thank you, yeah. Club. Hey, don't spill your insure there, Club. Okay, get all get all those minerals and vitamins. Get that insure because it's a we have oh, another twenty man. minutes. To that's go there. not nice. between you and me. I could have thought of a few more things that that you're noted for. Okay. Why don't we move on? I mean, they've had a they've had a few, so okay. I guess yeah. I can give them a pass. How many? Uh, <laughs> Okay. How many uh, can how many what are you drinking tonight? Please remind us, Raven. I have pineapple upside down shake from Ellicottville Brewing Company. Okay. Oh cool. So this and they have um I think it's called Trippy Hippie. Those are my my <laughs> off season beers. Trippy Hippie, that was my name in elementary school. Go ahead. Yeah. Everyone always calls me that, but this is a really good brewery. And these go down smooth. These are dangerous because these are 6.7. Wow. So. Wow. Wow. Okay. So hang on. So people used Raven, to call. You're like a real beer uh, diva, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I love beer. Yes. Yeah. I'm not a wine girl at all. No, right. no, no. Man, I haven't had wine I'm one of the guys. <laughs> wow. And the dream just brewery, keeps coming uh, true. Is a local one or are they from? Uh... They're somewhere in New York. I've never been, though, but they sell it at my grocery store so hmm. okay it's Did amazing you say, how many uh, small breweries there are in, in yeah. the country. they're everywhere oh it's my wonderful. god when i was lost coming back from new jersey this weekend it was like every little you know side road was cool. like brewery brewery brewery, brewery. Mm -hmm. and i'm like i really wish i could stop but like i have to get home at some point yes, yes. yeah we understand wow so um it's great anyway. we got consumed in alcohol that's all there is to it and not, why not not the first time so yeah. dr bomb so uh, you've written an article. I'm drinking Guinness again. You know, I'm just boring. Why boring, do you drink that stuff? There's, yeah, there's no alcohol in that. You have to sludge your way through that stuff. It's like ta, and it's like, like 4% alcohol. What's the point? Yeah, I know. I'm waiting for my KBS shipment to come in. That's the, that, now you're talking. That's like 12% alcohol, at a, right? At a reasonable price. That's right. Yeah. You'll be blasted off then when that arrives. So, yeah. Dr. Bob, let's get back to you. He's still here. Okay. Thank you. So, look, at you wrote an article uh, recently, and it was like, if a tree falls on Mars, does anyone hear the sound? And what's intrigued you, and you're someone who's uh, into the audio, you know, part of the universe. So what what happened up there? What what freaked these people out when they heard the audio of Mars? We've seen the visual of Mars many times now, as it turns out. What's crazy about the audio? Well, the audio, which was recorded by the Perseverance rover, allegedly just recently. Right. It's, and it's been up there since February of 2021. Okay. At first, they thought the microphones on the rover weren't working properly. Mm -hmm. And then they started doing, from what I, I read about three different reports on what was going on up there, other than the one that uh, NASA published. Yep. Because uh, it was published April 1st. I thought maybe it was an April Fool's joke, you know? Oh, okay. So, yeah, funny. Interesting. But... Uh, what they found out after they started analyzing the sounds from the rover was that sound on Mars does not behave at all like sound on Earth. Oh, wow. That's crazy. On Mars in general, okay, sound travels at about 550 miles per hour. And they think it's because of the uh, atmosphere and because there's uh, – uh, sound waves up or you know there's thermal waves and that up there on the surface yep. of mars yep so but the biggest strangest thing is on mars high frequency sounds travel faster than low frequency sounds wow that's wild man wow and, and, and this would be like 
if you were, you know, and I, I was figuring this all out, Go ahead. if you were like listening to an outside, let's say you were outside on Mars, yep. you weren't inside, but if you were listening to an outside orchestra, yep. it would sound like a zoo burning. See, I was going to say, yeah, it, it would really affect music and stuff, right? I mean, the, yeah, the, the, the rate that... Even like, let's let's say that you have an orchestra outside on Mars on a stage, uh -huh. and you've got these these big instruments like double basses and tubas yes. to make low sounds. Yes. And then you've got little instruments like, you know, uh, violins and piccolos that make the high sounds. Yes, yes. And they're on stage. Imagine they're on stage and they're probably wearing some kind of space suit so they could you know, yes. do what they did outside. Pong, yes. It's like an outside concert in the park in Chicago. Probably free. But uh, then you have the conductor and he brings down his, his baton and, he's, and everybody starts playing at the same time. Yes. But you're either standing or sitting outside listening to the orchestra. You're going to hear the bass instruments, the bass sounds first. Last, but you're going to hear the high treble sounds first. So music is impossible. Music is impossible yeah. on Mars, right? Communication is impossible. Wow, that is effed it, up. But but why is this though? They've never run it. Now NASA claims they've never run into this situation on any planet in our solar system well, out, yeah. before How do they know? anywhere. Yeah, yeah. But but why why is it? Why why? Well, we don't well, have they, anything they think, on any other know, planet. Yeah, no, they haven't been to any other planet. But and they, that it's cold up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the idea that, well, there's more to it than that, but the, the fact that uh, there's some other types of turbulence going on mm -hmm. on Mars that they're really not sure about. And, and that affects the audio waves. Is that what yeah, we're well, talking about? Yes, yes. Hmm. And, they, but they, and they've never, they've never experienced this anywhere before yeah. for NASA, and that's what they said prior to the Perseverance rovers, Perseverance rovers landing. The acoustic environment of Mars was unknown. Hmm. Now, I try. I kind of find that hard to believe from what I experienced when I was, you know, working with NASA. Unknown. What they told me. Unknown is a word that can be, you know, taken a whole lot of different ways, though, you know. They must have known. Someone must have known. Like the word sailor. <laughs> oh, wow. You're going to go back. <laughs> yeah. Turn the page, will you? Next chapter. But but, but now there's, there's, other, there's other stuff, too, about the sound on Mars that they don't understand. And that is sound only travels so far and then it stops. No way. Man, how weird is that? <laughs> But why, it just so, falls to the ground. Well, 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 well wait, it's wait, sound does that here on Earth, Apparently though. now, after, yeah. again... No, but sound keeps on going forever. No, no, 26 it, feet is as far as sound will travel on Mars, according to what they have so far. Hey, but hey. Then, then it starts to dissipate, like it does here. You yes. Tell, yes. Right. So the difference, though, is the medium that you're making the vibrations in are different. It's, yes. It's sort of like when you took helium and you put it into your mouth. Everyone yeah. thinks it relaxes your vocal cords. No, it accelerates... Because you have that gas in your throat, it accelerates the sound. Okay, and that's why it comes out high and squeaky. Okay, because you because of the that's, density. Of what's the what's that gas. have to do with, with on Mars? Because you have a different density in Mars, so it, it, to me, I'm, it's not surprising that sound doesn't uh, react the so same way. What I want to know is this: is why do sound waves? Why are they affected by atmosphere in the because first place? Why aren't they that's just how the wave oh. is formed by the energy? You have to have those molecules to hit each other to transfer well, yeah. that energy. You have to have a yeah, medium in order to have sound. That's right, why you, you don't have, have any sound on the moon because there's no atmosphere. Sound. Oh, okay. You have to have a Fuck. source of vibration. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hang on. You've got to have a, 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 uh, a transmitter of the sound that will carry the sound wave. Okay. Some kind then of transducer. You, Go then ahead. you have to have a, yeah, and you have to have a receiver 
which would be the human ear. Okay. Like your, you don't your, have analog, those three totally things. in the analog domain. Yeah. You don't have audio. Okay. That I understand. No. Right. You, and it's and sound travels in longitudinal waves. Mm -hmm. That means the sound wave, okay, it's going in the same direction as the sound's energy goes. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Yep. We okay, get a and, um, except it's going out in a sphere. When I, when I used to teach students like at Penn State, I'd say to imagine what a room would look like. Say I gave them a pill that they could take and they could see the the particles or the air molecules in the room. What a great professor. Go on, please. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. No, no wonder I, you're, so you were everyone's, well, favorite, you're, you're everyone's they, favorite professor. They, the room would look like a room full of ping pong balls, but every ping pong ball was connected to the next one to it with a little rubber band. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that you're standing in this room full of ping pong balls and you push your hand up that represents the energy okay. from the vibrating source and then that's how the sound wave moves yes okay i get it yeah yeah one thing no. hits another everything keeps hitting yes. one another yes and you lose the, energy the, the as, you as you go along far, okay yep. but the, the energy moves actually the energy is going through the ping pong ball yep yep and that's what's happening in a sound wow. wave. that's another thing that's different from earth and mars hmm. on earth matter doesn't vibrate uniformly mm -hmm. because we have things like trees and that, you know, on earth, right. if you had a, a branch, when you strike that branch and cause it to vibrate, it doesn't just vibrate as a whole branch. It vibrates as a whole branch. And it's at the same time, it's vibrating in halves and thirds and so forth. Just like you were saying. Yes. Yep. Hey, listen, I got to break in here. I have to break in here. We have to take a uh, quick commercial break now to add everything up. And we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Multrax, and I'll show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. We'll be right back. I was in the hospital with my son for 18 months. When he got injured, I wasn't prepared, but I knew I had to be strong. When I was told about John's injury, I was in complete shock. I just remember rushing into his room and giving him a big hug and letting him know I was there. These veterans and families are just a few of the heroes we serve at Homes for Our Troops. For thousands of severely injured veterans, everyday life is filled with barriers. It was really the, the little things throughout the house. Counters that you can't roll up to. I had to drag my wheelchair down steps. I want to help, but he is so determined. At Homes for Our Troops, we build specially adapted custom homes with features like wheelchair access, roll-in showers, and automatic door openers that allow them to function independently and focus on their recovery and family. This house is freedom. It's hope. It's a new beginning. This house has given me my family back. To learn more, visit HFOTUSA.org. Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Motrex. Now, show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. What a show we have for you tonight. But now we have to pull the ship into port, the Navy port, as it turns out, or the train into the station. Um, let's just uh, quickly introduce the Posse uh, girls. As you know, very famous Juan Juan is here tonight. Yes, I've been here all night. It's been fun. All night. Yeah, all night. Have you got the uh, blanket there, the big tongue, uh, laundered yet? Or are we waiting? Uh, no, still no. I, I just don't want to take it off the wall. I, I understand. Just, you know, like it so much. I do. I'll understand. launder it one of these days. Okay, let us know, please. 
<laughs> um, or maybe can we stop by your house and launder it for you while I'm picking up your a, car? It's actually a beach towel. It's very, it's very nice. Yeah, it looks good. Anyway, speaking about looking good, he's here in the station with us, makeup and all. Commander Cobra. Good evening, Mac, and thank you for letting me be live with you in the studio. In the house. Right on your wing. We appreciate that. Also with us is our security chief, Willie Clip. Hey, Mac, thanks for having me. And I, I'm, I'm so happy that Coco's here. Mm -hmm. He's got that red Popeye shirt on. It's oh, really wow. cool. Wow. Why do you have to rip the Band-Aid off? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, hopefully they've heard the rest of the show. Also with us, bringing a ray of sunshine every show, is our favorite good witch up there in Sideways New York. Raven is with us, Raven. Hi. Thanks for having me. Let me uh, just ask you a question, and then I'll introduce our special guest. How do you put up with this? I mean, you know, when you sit down on Tuesday nights, you know what it's going to be like. Fun. Is it really? It's fun. Really? I have a great time. Really? I just, yeah, I just took two pictures. I put them in the group chat. Oh, good. Okay. I All think right. they're pretty funny. But okay. Well, that would we'll uh, let you guys be the judge. Go in the topic of the show tonight. Also with us is uh, Dr. Bob Gross. He's a doctor. doctor so you're a doctor of, of uh, what are you a doctor of? Exactly. I have a doctorate of education with a major in music education. Mm -hmm. Okay. How many years did it take you to get that? That sounds like a long... Uh, from 1975 to 1984. Wow. So almost 10 years. Wow. Okay. But you were you were, uh, you were were a musician during all this. We bring this up every time you're on the show. You were a working musician making a lot yes. of money while you were doing this, right? Yes. Okay. Usually the, the word musician and a lot of money don't appear in the same sentence, no. correct? No, I was I, I was playing almost every night, and I had fifty-four student private students a week wow. when I was doing that. Yeah, cool. So, wow. so listen. So you have this background in music. I know that you were, you did jazz, you did rock, you did classical, and so on. When when you sit down these days, what do you listen to? Um, either classical or jazz or mm. some of the really far out stuff, avant-garde music. Yeah, Probably really. Rock. Yeah, you get that stuff. Yeah. Do you, do you understand bebop? Can you understand that? Can you listen to bebop uh, I, and? I did back when I was you know working in jazz. That whole bebop sound. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's kind of complicated, isn't it? Yes. Yep. Okay. So anyway, thanks for joining us tonight. We were talking earlier uh, about the, an article that you wrote called "If a Tree Falls on Mars, Will Anyone Hear It?" And uh, we got into uh, earlier about how uh, sound travels differently on Mars than it does on Earth, and uh, and in a way because you're going to hear the uh, high frequency, let's say instruments or anything different at a different time than the low frequency instruments. If you're listening to a uh, some kind of an orchestra out on the surface of Mars, it would come to you, it would arrive to you, you know, all jumbled up, right? Is that our conclusion in a way? Yes. Anything that has different levels of high and low pitches, mm -hmm. it's going to be very confusing. Wow, that's for any kind of conversation or anything. Yeah, that's really How weird. about listening to Led Zeppelin up in Mars? How, what would record. it sound like? Do you know what I mean? And then you hear the drum parts and you hear Jimmy Page and then... Or do you have to record... That might be wild. Do you have to record I mean, music? That would be great. And that's yeah. just the beginning. Yeah. That's yeah. what I would do. Do you have to record music especially made for Mars where you would have the bottom half you know, arriving before the upper half arrives or something like that? It would if probably you, still arrive differently, mm -hmm. you know, with, if you're with the try way to, it's set up. If you're going to there. try to listen but to it outside. There's strange things. <laughs> Sound is not a constant, is what I'm mm, finding out in my mm -hmm. research over the years. 
because even on Earth, sound does weird stuff. Right, sure, yeah. Sure, sure yeah. does. We talked about the acoustic shadow at Gettysburg. Like a lot of people, you know, artillery was going off just over the next yeah. hill, and they told the commanders, well, start your attack when you hear the artillery. They never heard it. It was right. like, you know, yeah. a tenth of a mile away I mean, because of this acoustic shadow. Like in uh, 1883 with that uh, volcano erupted, Krakakoa, mm -hmm. the volcano in Indonesia. Yep. It was so powerful. It was so loud. It went around the earth the globe two or three times Whoa. before it's done right really? wow holy cow man that's Didn't cool that. that's amazing yeah yeah like you said sound deteriorates after a while it's it's like uh resistance you know that's the how medium, loud it was man yeah, need the medium for it Dude, to the, travel the, the but friction, it's also actually resistance. the moving back of the molecules causes friction and that's yeah. it just dissipates eventually that's right. crazy man, so, that's but krakatoa wow. we were talking about how that changed a lot it changed the climate yeah. and then it's it just changed probably one of the most significant coolings of the planet yeah interesting the volcanic, uh, yeah dust. but anyway talk about cooling down it's time for us to bring the ship into shore okay let's Start by thanking our guest and giving him a round of applause, which we will sweeten up later. Dr. Bob goes. Always a pleasure, Doctor. Always a pleasure. Now, do you have a nurse? Do you have a nurse that works with you that can come on the show sometime? A nurse? Uh, I have a uh, stewardess. <laughs> wow. How two hours ago? <laughs> They're the best workers, too. Really. Oh, here we go. They're very flexible. <laughs> there you go. You took the pin out of the hand grenade there, Dr. Pop. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. We'll talk to you Thank really you. soon, okay? We're going to do that slit experiment at the bar room that we were talking oh. about last. Yeah, we're in. Yes. that's in planning, okay? All right? So Sounds we'll bring good. you in on that to make sure that we're on the right path, okay? Thank you, Dr. Bob. Thank you, Club. Thank you, Club, for joining us. Did we pass the test? How are we security-wise tonight? I'll tell you. You know, I got a lot of work to do after this. Really? Uh -oh. I'm listening to what's going on here. That means a bill. Really Make sure you take a nap so you can get through it. Okay, oh, there. oh. Why? Does, why? Why? Coco. Anyway, go keep, ahead. Just keep sticking your hand in the tiger cage there, Club. Wow. Over, over Popeye? This is all over uh, a cartoon character, you two? We switch when you need them. The cooler? <laughs> the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Willie Club, for joining us. We appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you having me here okay. and uh, joining in on all these festivities. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate your uh, Ukrainian flag there. Interesting. Yeah, me too. Even though we're, yeah. we're on the radio. Um, well, they're the underdogs, and they're kicking ass for some reason. Maybe someday we'll find it out. But I think they have a lot, not to get into it at all, I think they have a lot of intelligence that the other side does not have. It, also, it has to be that. The, the will big, to fight. Plus, the big change that. was the last 10 years, they have worked ex very extensively with NATO troops. They Ukraine don't, they has, don't, yep. They don't need to have the word passed down. They're told, go over the hill and, and do get it. it done. Yeah, that's right. Instead yeah. of driving up and then looking and waiting. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. boy, the latest intelligence reports say that the Russian soldiers are practically <laughs> fragging their own because of the, the mess that they're in. So, they're in a mess. Really? They're mm -hmm. in a mess. They created this mess that no one expected, but... You know, the, the, best, the funny thing about, not funny, nothing about war is funny, but Ukraine has sunk seven Russian ships, and Ukraine doesn't have a navy. <laughs> seven, doing it with seven and, and oh. uh, Yeah, else. with drones and missiles and everything. Yeah, they really, they, yeah. they really know what they're doing. Anyway, well, good luck to them. Uh, so uh, thank you, Club. I, Raven, you know, this is the saddest part of the night. We have to say goodbye to you. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Okay. Oh, we love having you. Look at that smile. Look at just. just... What about my smile, Wamon? You don't like it? I love your smile. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, also, um, go ahead. I have to thank Coco well, here. Like Raven's smile, how far does a smile go? How okay. fast does a smile transmit? At least Speed 750 miles per hour. Speed yeah. of light, baby. <laughs> At 60 degrees Fahrenheit. There you go. <laughs> It's the speed of love, Lionel. Okay. Speed of love. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say that uh, Raven's got the highest mock number of anybody here. Wow. Just leave it See, that. that's filthy on End of the World. Well, listen. All right. Thank you, Raven, for being with us. Thank you, Coco, for being in the house. It was a privilege. It was a privilege. Okay. We have to uh, confab up at the uh, Sea Dog and uh, or the post. What do they call that? Post-op briefing? Debrief. Debrief. Uh, thank you, Juan Juan, for joining us. Juan Juan. You're welcome. Thank you for joining Someday us. I'll be back in studio. We'll be in touch know. very soon. Okay, people are clamoring to see you. Clamoring, huh? Okay, well, well, you're going to have a live It took him a while there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, he was at a very low altitude okay. when he heard that. Right. And it took a long time. It to, reaches his. Maybe it was that whole Mars high frequency, low frequency thing there. Could be. Now we want a Mars bar. Do you ever get that? Oh, you know, when yeah. someone suggests something to you? The, the absolute best is their special dark Mars yeah, bar right, that yeah. comes out. That is just like. The thing about Mars bars, I was growing up, everything was a nickel, but a Mars bar was a dime. Oh, you yeah. know, if you're really, you know. Yeah, you, want, you want the almonds? You're going to pay for Yeah, you're going to pay for the almonds. That's right. Almonds are good for you. Easy one. So I have well, to. What is, does probably Mars three bucks bar do now. Milky Way? Because they did the Milky Way Midnight. Right. Midnight. Right. Like and, oh, changing. yes, absolutely. <laughs> the dark chocolate thing, I know a lot of people like it and I it's healthy it. for you, but I don't know. I'd like that fake milk chocolate thing. There's nothing fake about milk chocolate, but dark chocolate, it just. it. Yeah, it definitely. It's like the uh, scotch. And you get a buzz. Oh, you get a buzz Ooh. from dark chocolate. Maybe that's the secret everyone's been hiding from us. Who knows? I don't know. I'm scoring a couple bars. Let me <laughs> on a corner somewhere hey, in Lawrence. I got a connection. Man. I shouldn't say. I got a connection. No, no tone. There you go. Oh my god. Oh, oh, my. oh that's almost cruel. <laughs> Oh my wow. God. Let me give On let, that. Me, let, me, let me give Club oh, the uh, uh, important uh, Hey Club. Uh, Club this Coco. is the this is the important salute for you. Oh, 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 he's giving you hand signals. All right, listen. Let me just do the plugs and get out of here, okay? Uh Homestrad Troops. Homestrad Troops is a military organization that let me start that again. Homestrad Troops is a military organization that uh, raises funds uh for um War veterans of uh, post-9-11 action is how they call it, but basically it's the Iraqi war and the Afghan war. These are veterans who came home uh, probably missing a limb somehow. I hate to use this word disabled, but they are. And what Homestrad Troops does is they build them entire houses, homes. These things are like $450,000, dollars They design them in a way that it's, it will help these people get around. Like they're all on one floor. There's not a lot of stairs. The counter is very low. People who might be in wheelchairs, whatever, it's, it's easy access. Just make life a little bit easier in these people. And then when they build them the home, they give them the keys, they rip up the mortgage, they give them the home for free. And as it turns out, after that, these people go out and study show. They'll go out and get a job. And it's just that one, one thing that they don't have to worry about, and they shouldn't have to worry about it. They deserve it because they gave it all in the Surfside country. So just go to Homestraw Troops, Google them, see what they're about, 88 cents of every dollar that you donate goes right to our veterans. That's very high in the charity Trem business. Absolutely tremendous. And here's a bulletin. Here's a bulletin. Sometime around July 4th, our good friend General Tom from uh, Homestraw Troops is going to be in the area, and he has offered to bring us out, quote-unquote, for drinks. Okay? Which, number one, tells me he's buying. Number two, nice. he has no idea what he's getting into. But anyway, that would be good. That would be an interesting night or day or day and night. So Homestraw Troops, Google them, see what they're about. 
Also, we have uh, the bag of swag. Anyone who wants a bag of swag, go to macmoney.com, hit the contact button, and um, you will get, uh, and you have to give us your mailing address. I have to emphasize this. People say, just send me a bag of swag. I can't because I don't know your I, mailing I keep address. keep telling you, you need to do the virtual <laughs> bag. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to do that. I'm barely able to put this stuff in an envelope and mail it. What do you mean, virtual? So anyway, in the bag of swag is a lot of different stuff, pins and buttons and, and barcoses, very, 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 very popular. I saw them in a bar earlier tonight, as it turns out. And um a whole bunch of different things, magnets and um, 3D uh, decals and stuff. So just go to MacMaloney.com, hit the contact button, send us your mailing address, and you'll get a bag of swag. Also, now here's the uh, punchline of the entire night. We have a contest going called Five Questions for Raven. Why we said five and not ten, I don't know. But the whole idea was if um, we were going to put anyone who entered would put their name into the uh, Magic Fishbowl, and we would pull someone's name out, and they would be able to come on the show and ask five. Raven, five questions about anything. Is that right, Raven? That well, is correct. Well, okay, all right. Well, we've had a landslide, as it turns out, of people who want to do this. So we're going to have to figure out a way. Uh, even, uh, even after eliminating one one's entries. Well, that's, you know, there was a thousand of them there, you know. Yeah, what you see those. And um, um, figure out exactly how to do this. So anyway, uh, anyone want we're going to do this one more week. And um, uh, so if you want to get into the Magic Fishbowl, for a chance to ask Raven five questions on the air, uh, just uh, send us your email address and say, Magic Fishbowl, I want to talk to Raven. Who knows? Nothing inappropate, please. So yeah. uh, At least do the best you can on that level. That's the, uh, that's the, those are the plugs. Coming from you? Oh, my Lord. There you go. <laughs> on that I'll, I'll, fil I'll filter all that content right out. On that note. No worries. If Switch was here, we would have put up the picture of the wreck train 10 minutes ago. Could have put it up 10 minutes into the show. <laughs> uh -huh. Here we go. So anyway, thank you, everybody, uh, for joining us. And this is Mac and the entire gang. And if you hear us next time, be safe, be happy, and bye-bye.